Yeah, the, so my 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 idea was to put the drums like as the intro, mm-hmm. because I feel like the drums are more personal. Yeah, more personal than like guitar, because drums you can just play whatever drum and then you can start building. Yeah, but if you play guitar, if you don't play the right notes, it sounds horrible. <laughs> and like I also like like I saw you like not wanting to play because it's like oh I don't know about that, and I think. It brings people's personality a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but you're you're like very like. I love drums. Well, you're I very, wanted to learn yeah. more about. It. Yeah, you're very like um, down for it. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I I can see a lot of people that are not gonna want to do that. Oh, I want. They're gonna be yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be like intimidated. Or yeah. Because like yeah. it's like yeah, it's hard. But All right, brother. If uh, let's see. Uh, but you, yeah, let's, uh, I, I would, I was doing this because, uh, I feel like we haven't, like we, we've lost a lot of like, like connection with people. Mm-hmm. Like, like most people are just fighting nowadays and stuff. Like yeah. That. And I wanted to do this to like, hopefully people will hear it and be like, Hey, I kind of have that experience. Gotcha. Like that, yeah. You know? And so you're the first one, uh, uh, and I appreciate that the honor too. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's an honor for me to be the first one. Yeah, if, if there's people that don't know me, I guess I'm Edgar. Uh, I'm here with uh, Professor uh, Gabriel Real, right? Yes. Uh, do Brasil. Yes. Uh, agora, uh, United. Uh, I'll go a little bit. Uh, good. My, my, ro- my roommate was Brazilian. So oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Gabriel. It's funny because in, in English it's Gabriel but yeah. in Portuguese I say Gabriel Gab- yeah like Spanish yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah and then yeah I'm originally from Brazil and then I become American citizen last July yeah what part of Brazil? So, Rio de Janeiro oh the big yeah, city yeah big city yeah. yeah did you always live there? always lived there yeah and then never visited much of inside my country other than <laughs> move here you didn't travel much? no no never traveled much uh, born and raised in Rio, and then moved here yeah. after. Did you have like, Did you have like siblings and stuff like that? Yes, I have a sister that she's older. Mm. Yes, and then I have uh, my nephew, her son. He's now eleven, turning twelve in December, because he born, and then a year after I moved here. So he's going to turn... They live in Brazil? To, they live in Brazil, still in Rio. Same place, same spot. Yeah. Yeah. And I have my stepdad dad too, in Brazil. Is, is that who you grew up with, with your stepdad? And- yes, I grew up with my stepdad. I don't... I didn't... I know my father, but I didn't grow up with him. It's kind of a long story. Yeah. Um, he... I'll share that with you. Like, uh, um, my dad... My mom had, a, like, a some kind of... She was sick during my pregnancy mm. that's called rubella it's like that can affect the baby inside the the belly mm. so the growth of the baby um can be affected by that and then my dad didn't want to deal with it to have it if because since i'm not that old but when i was my mom was pregnant didn't have the test that they have nowadays to find out if the baby's going to come healthy or and all that good stuff so, and then you either risk it or you don't have it. So, and then my dad didn't want to have it. Mm-hmm. My mom said, no, I will. So, uh, it's my baby. He's here. He's alive. And then I'm, whatever the way it comes, God's plan for, for, my, for his life. And then 
he'll be here. But um, the reason, the actual reason why he didn't want it, because he was having a fair ready. So, and my sister was five years old. Okay. So, and then... You and your sister have the same father? Yes, yeah. yes. And then, well, since he was having that affair already, man, another kid right now yeah. is going to mess up everything. Yeah. So, and then was that whole fight about it. And then I, born, thank God my mom, yeah. fight through that. And then, um, but yeah, my whole life, I don't remember him being close to me at all, even though I used to see him because they got divorced when I was two. And then, but he would be there for my sister all the time. Means oh. I was really rejected by him. Yeah. So never had a connection with him as a father figure, like a bond as a mm-hmm. father and son. Nothing, uh, nothing at all? No, not much. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, and there was my whole life like that as a child, not having a father. I Then my mom met my stepfather when I was about five or six. And then um, I grew up with him. Not, unfortunately, we don't have that much father figure still, but we have a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it with my father. I don't have a father figure. I never grew up with my father. My mom was my whole thing until, unfortunately, she passed 2009 for cancer. Right. Uh, yes. She found out when I was eight. And then she fought through all that until I was 24. That's when oh, she wow. passed, 2009. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much my whole family. Yeah. So I don't have that. My family is not big, not huge family. Not a lot of big family. No. And then all I have right now is a blood family that I know is my sister back in Brazil. That's with up. Yeah, that I know. Wow. I have a couple of cousins, but we're not too close either. Yeah. So, but other than like blood, blood, just my father's still there in Rio, but I don't talk to him at all. Yeah. I tried to get connection with him when my son was born. I have two kids. Uh, my son's turning seven next week, and I have a daughter that she's three years old. Um, I tried to get connection with him when my son born because I was like, well, if my son asks who's his grandfather, I want to let him know. But even then, kind of like a little little relationship, but not much. And then I was like, ah, if you don't have a have a relationship even with my kids. I'm okay with, and then we stay apart. We don't have to kind of have that connection. Yeah, that's why I want to do this, too, because me growing up, like, I had both of my parents. Uh, we had, like, a nice house. Mm-hmm. We live in a nice neighborhood. So that's all I really knew. And even my friends, we were all, like, pretty much about the same. Mm-hmm. Nobody had, like, like stuff, like, happened to you, like, like you, and, like, the father not being there. And, like, we didn't have that. So when I first moved here... I found out all this different stuff because I, I lived in Guatemala until I was 18. Okay. And then I moved here. And and here, it's... Because, like, in Guatemala, there's not that many people from other places. You know? So here is, like, Brazilians and uh, Hispanics and yeah. white people, black people. And that's why I wanted to do this because I, I got so interested with people growing up because I had, like, such a good childhood mm-hmm. that I, I was so interested how people, like, grew up uh, did you did you live? What was your neighborhood like? Um, we used to live in a in a not a bad spot, but um, in Brazil, like in Rio, at least we don't have in houses. Like it's more like apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. 
It was not, I didn't have a, like a, a, I'm not going to say here that I have a rough childhood because my mom worked so hard to provide it to us. We didn't have a, like a rich lifestyle, but we grew up okay. She, she worked really hard to provide that. And then I'm going to tell you, it, it is different when you don't have a father figure because especially as a boy that when you grow up, it has some stuff that you learn from your father. Yeah. Then it's different from your mom. And then like, uh, um, I feel that it's a little different, you know, uh, when you don't have that father figure to, to be able to learn man stuff, you know? Yeah. So, but like my mom did a good job, I believe, you know, yeah. I turned out, I think I turned out pretty good, you know, like I, I learned a lot from her how to fight for my stuff, you know, like, um, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know, try to do clean stuff. I'm saying like, uh, um, you don't have to, in Brazil we say like, uh, pull people's mats, you know, like to get some somewhere. So as long as you work hard and be honest and be, yeah. you know, do do good yeah. so you can reach anything you want. And that she, she taught me that pretty well, you know. So I kind of had that with, with my dad too because my, my dad is now, like I was a sports I always play sports, but I like I never, I never really played with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like never played like really anything. It was he, he's a great dad, you know. Yeah. But because over here is a over here is a lot of people like play with. The, I guess it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that with my dad. That what I did have with my dad was yeah, like the the, the talking and like the learning. Yeah. Because he's 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 a civil engineer. So with him, it was a lot about like talking about life and situations and mm-hmm. and you know moral stuff. Yeah. And so, but so I I had like a really my mom was a stay at home mom, so like I never like understood struggle mm. until I moved here. Yeah. Because like if I told you like most people would say that I have like a pretty rich lifestyle because I mean I played I played the drums mm-hmm. like. He didn't have trouble getting me like what I I was very spoiled first of all. Like, he was able to provide you yeah. the the yeah. best way he could. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and the best way he could was literally like you people would think we were rich, we were traveling. Mm-hmm. Like my family, like my mom's family lives in Texas. Okay, and we would go there every year. And I now me having like you know all the responsibilities, mm-hmm. I know how hard it is. Yeah, but I I never like I never saw that you know. Because mm. he was always like he, my my dad would come for lunch every day, and my mom would cook, and then he would go back to work, and then he would come back, mm-hmm. and then uh, um, like my girlfriend, like her dad, like struggled a lot, and he was gone for months sometimes because there was no jobs around. Because when they moved here, Tennessee wasn't like like they lived in Smyrna, mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. It's like Murfreesboro here, like the way yeah. it grows now. Yeah, the way it is now, it, it was a whole different thing. Yeah. So he he was sometimes go, and they wouldn't see him for months, and I was mm-hmm. like, like I wouldn't understand that. So that's that's why I'm doing this too, because like I, I like hearing like. Everybody. But yeah, it, it, I I understand it has different situations, but I believe if people that but we're so young that unfortunately we cannot understand why. But like your dad being away for work because he was trying to provide to yeah. your family, and that's like understandable, even though. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is what it is. He has to do the hard work, right? So my was option. He chose not to be part of our life, yeah. you know, because he. I understand adults 
you can get to an agreement like okay, you know why it's not working anymore yeah but if you have a kids involved yeah. it's not the kids fault yeah you know especially your kid, in your situation where that was really I wasn't even born yet yeah, so why was, didn't you want me you know so yeah, that, that was really the cause it's yes. not it's not like a relationship issue yes and then like uh, did that affect like when, did your mom tell you that Yes, all the story I know is from her because I didn't have any anything with him. I try, but never had a relationship with him to have that kind of conversation yeah. for him to explain his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And that's I try not to be unfair. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking bad about him, but like, yeah. well, I believe his choice. He chose to to create another family mm-hmm. and to keep us behind. Yeah. That makes sense. And then like And then when I see I'm not Situations like that when dad has to leave for work and then because I, I know people that complain about, oh, I didn't have a father. Well, man, I'm telling you, you had it. Yeah. Your dad has to work, but you had it. Your yeah. father was dead every birthday. Yeah. Your, your father called you. My dad never called me on my birthday, mm-hmm. you know, and then that kind of hurts because you as a child, even though you know your father doesn't want you, but you sit down by the phone. Waiting waiting yeah. for him to call. And then believe it or not, was two years ago um, that I find out at 35, 36 years old, that he married the day after my birthday. Oh. And that was like, a, and then it was kind of weird connection. Mm, yeah. That's why he never called me yeah. because he was always celebrating his anniversary or something. You know, because it was like on a Sunday, I was I turned 36, and on a Sunday I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw his, because I had his wife on Facebook, and I saw she posting about, oh, happy anniversary, 30-something years of marriage. Like, wait a second. <laughs> so that's exactly like a, my birthday weekend or something. Yeah. You know, like I, my birthday is April 24th, so they got married on the April 26th. 25th, sorry, the day after. That means, like, that makes sense why you never call me because you worry about celebrate Mm -hmm. with your family, you know. But that was, I just find out, literally find out when I was 36, like two years ago. So, and then, like, it hurts, you know. Even that is like, you have that kind of, that scar that is just healed with time, but it's always that little. Yeah, it it's still there. It yeah, so because now I have a kids, mm-hmm. and then I try my best since I didn't have that father figure, yeah. and you feel like uh, you don't know what to do sometimes, and then you gotta try to balance so you don't give too much and spoil, mm-hmm. but also not lack and kind of not yeah. giving anything. You have to try to find a balance and find and learn through the process. That's how to my, be a father, you know? Because yeah, that's not my dad. Because uh, uh, actually, I just lost my mom last year. Okay. So we were talking to my dad, and and he he always said he was saying that his way of like, because he he he's not like a hug him, he's not like a very affectionate person, mm. but his way of showing it was like like providing whatever we wanted on top of what we needed, right? Yeah. So that was his way. So so I I find it like that's why I like. My relationship with my dad is like, it's different than most people would think because it's, it's not like an affection like a mom. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot, like, I, I see a lot of dads that, you know, play with their kids 
for Hot Berm and all that stuff. But I, I didn't think that was weird. Like, I, that, was, that was just my dad. Yeah. And then, uh, but, uh, yeah, how, how, how was that? Did you go to, like, a nice school or, like? No, I went to, in, in Rio. Is it public school? A public school, yeah. Is that a big thing? It is common. Like here? Yes, but my sister went to private school. Because he oh, paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to public school. Because my mom couldn't afford it. Yeah. Like I said, we didn't have like, oh, I'm going to be here. Oh, I was a poor child. But my mom yeah. has her struggle. You, you said you lived in an apartment? An apartment, yes. Yeah, apartments weren't a thing in Guatemala. No? So, yeah, when I first moved here, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. No, for me, it was the opposite. Yeah. When I got here, like, a, everybody lives in the house here? Like, yeah. where's the apartments? <laughs> you know, where's the building, big buildings? Yeah. You know, especially where you in Rio, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So it's like uh, we're talking about meetings, yeah. you know, and then it's apartment buildings everywhere. So everywhere. That, I always thought that was interesting too because I, I lived in a neighborhood. It was gated, and we had parks, and we go play soccer. Uh so no, you got to go to the park outside. Yeah. yeah. What we call playground, like uh, on the on your apartment building, has this pot on like a. Let's say it has the the gate, and then you go upstairs, and it has this called the playground. It's just an empty space yeah. that you can go play. There's no like a not thing to slide, no yeah. bound, not anything. It's just empty space yeah. that you can go play, or you find a, a park, a public yeah. park, and then it has like a soccer fields and stuff like that. Because since in Brazil the soccer is like really big, mm-hmm. um, football, football, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, football that you actually play with your feet. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not with your hands. That, that's always what everybody says. Like, why do they call it football here? Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird, but... What, was your apartment, like, in the middle of the city or, like... Kind no, of- no. Um, it's, like, uh, not, like, a downtown or something. Like, a, it was in, a, let's say, I lived in kind of outside of Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense, yeah. but it's kind of hard to explain. I don't know how to explain county or yeah, yeah, or yeah, we didn't, neighborhood we didn't in Brazil. Brazil. Like, a, yeah, we have like zones. So like, exactly, yeah. we have a zone to like a north. Mm-hmm. I li- I live in a north zone, mm-hmm. so it's kind of not the best, but not the worst. Yeah, it has the south zone. Those are rich people, mm-hmm. you know. It has like a different like a zones. That's why yeah. it's like a. Yeah, I used to I live in, in the zone north. Eleven. I was zone eleven. <laughs> yeah. And then it has the neighborhoods, like uh, kind of the counties, mm-hmm. like um, like it's Myrna and then Murfreesboro. Yeah. This is like, I don't know how to say it. Let's say this is north side of town yeah. in Brazil. And then if you live in Brentwood, okay, Antioch. Yeah. I used to live in Antioch mm-hmm. in Brazil. And then close to the beach would be Brentwood, Franklin, a little, little bit richer mm-hmm. side of town. That makes sense? Yeah. That's what I used to live in Brazil. Not like a super poor, but also not yeah. the best. It was like a, was there a lot me. of people in your school? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my my like school here? is like yeah, my 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 school is huge. Um, and then come people everywhere. It's not by where you live, not zoned for oh, school. Oh really? No, you can sign up for that school if you want. You can come from far away yeah. for that school. That makes sense. Like it, that's yeah. not like where you live. That's where you go to school. Oh, you can. Wow. Choose the school closer to your house, but since that's better, oh, and then you can sign up for that school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to live close to that school, yeah. Um, but it's kind of rough in Brazil the schools because 
it's half day. Oh. It's not like all day like here. You go from seven in the morning, leave twelve, and you gotta go home. Um, and then there's no public transportation. Nah, so it's not like public like, schools. You only go for like four hours. Yep. Or something? Yeah, from seven to twelve thirty, you you back at home. Is it still like that? It's still like that. <laughs> you either go from seven to twelve or to one to five. Oh, yeah. So you either stood like in the morning or in the afternoon. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's not all day thing. And that's what gets people in Brazil because too much time. as a child, no, as a child, when you go home, your parents got to be at work. Yeah, you have too much time in your hands. Exactly. And, and that's then how they get in trouble. there's no school bus that bring you home. You either pay like an after school program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you take the, the public bus yeah, and public. go home, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um but yeah, public school for me. Was your mom working? So my every, mom used to work every time yeah. you came back. It was just you and your sister. Me and my sister. Yeah, she still was older, and then she would bring me home with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what my whole life in the same school. My whole school. Yeah, me too. From from kindergarten to high school on the same school. Yeah, that, that's what people here don't understand. No, it's so different. I yeah. went to the same school. Yes, I was since I was three until I graduated. Um, yep, and it yeah. was right next to my house, but. In Guatemala, like the public schools, is for really like really poor people. Mm-hmm. So like, I went to a, a pretty nice school, uh, but it's so different because over here, a pretty nice school is very expensive. Yeah. Over there, I used to pay, my I think my parents pay like two hundred bucks a month. Gotcha. So like, when we come here, like, in Brazil is expensive. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Like, like public school is expensive. Yeah. Yes. Like, similar to here. If we... Oh, really? Not, Com- yeah, like, a convert the money, but, like, it's pretty similar. Like, you have... You either super rich to go to public, to, to a private school, or you got to go to the public school. Yeah. You know? Um, was your school, like, rough? Or... Not... During my time, was not that rough. Because mm-hmm. we still not... In Brazil, we have too much drug things for drug dealers and stuff like that on the favelas, right? Mm-hmm. But, um... And the school wasn't that bad time yet. Now it's getting worse. Oh, yeah? But, like, uh, we have some mm-hmm. boys that, yeah. you know, was involved with the, yeah. the drug dealers. But um, some bring some to school say, hey, you wanted some? No, I don't. But, like, it wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. you know? But I was super shy kid, too. That's you know? what I was asking. Like, super shy. Super shy. That means I didn't have that much. I would go to school, be quiet, have... You just go Super small amount of friends and go home. You know, oh, really? didn't try to get involved in much and things. Wasn't playing sports. I tried to play soccer, but I suck at it. I was terrible. You didn't play any sports? No, nope. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. I tried judo when I was super young. That was my first martial arts contact. And then didn't like it because I was super shy. Couldn't get friends and stuff like that. I was on the corner of the places. And then... um but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't too rough until I got to high school, last years yeah. of high school, and that's become like a yeah. little bit sketchy, go to yeah. school. but Even going to school was sketchy? Even go, yeah, it's kind of, hmm, you got to watch who you talk to, and it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that. But if you know what you, you're stepping into, it, you're fine, you know? Because um, you get used to it. You know who is who, and like, okay, cool. I don't mess up with that yeah. person. It don't mess up with me. It sounds good. We live our lives. But um, my my school time was pretty okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't okay. get no no not many problems. No, no, I was super quiet. Yeah, like I, said, I was so shy until I found out jujitsu. Yeah, 
right. Yeah. When did you start jujitsu? Jujitsu, I started back in high school because they offer in my school for free. Really? Yeah. And that but it was my last year oh, okay. in high school. And they're like, ah. But it was a couple of friends that I have. They said, oh, they're offering this at our school. Let's go. Let's go. I said, okay, cool, man. I'll try. Whatever. Let's go. Didn't like much in the beginning. You know? <laughs> when I started, it was kind of rough. Like yeah. a, Especially being in Brazil, like such like a yeah. big sport. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Get sweat. Hugging each other. It's like, yeah. mm, it's kind of weird. But then I did a couple of classes and... Until they did a, like uh, uh, an in-house tournament in the school, and I participated, mm-hmm. and I won that tournament. Oh. Like, and then I fell in love with the sport. Yeah. Because jiu-jitsu, you work as a team, but it's an individual sport at the same mm-hmm. time, and you game plan and all this stuff. And I kept doing it, and then when we finished high school, I found a gym by my house, and then all my friends that pushed me to do it, they stopped. None of them train jiu-jitsu nowadays. So you, None you, of them. you didn't sign up because you wanted to? Like, no, I just signed up because my friends were doing it after just, school. And like, oh, let's go do it together. Okay, cool, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But not intentional. I want to do this sport, you know. Because um, when I started, still that transition, when people are still looking at jiu-jitsu com- fighters as bad boys. What, what year know? was this? 2002. Oh, so I it's already ju- like... Yeah, jiu was getting... That yeah, transition yeah. from being a bad boy sport to... Is that what it was considered? Yeah, it's like, ah, if you're a really? fighter, people would be scared of you because you're going to beat up people in nightclubs and stuff. Or go to a party, going to start a fight. That's yeah. what people used to look at jiu-jitsu at it. That's crazy. So, yeah. Because uh, it was always like, they call it a gentle art, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, not that gentle. <laughs> it's not very gentle. But, but I, I would never think of... Like most jiu-jitsu people, I feel like, don't get in fights. No. Like, like more like, like we, we, we only do it like in certain settings. You know? But like any, any sport or any group life we have stuff, we always has one bad apple. Yeah. yeah. You know, but since that bad apple used to do it, then the first thing we'd throw in the news would be jujitsu guy beat up really? this guy in a nightclub. That's what they used to do. Wow. You know, and that's why you, well, you do jujitsu, you might that not be a good person. But actually, I was so calm. It actually helped me. Yeah. It builds my confidence, confidence yeah. for sure, because I was so, so shy. Strong. And then jujitsu build that confidence that exactly what you say. You don't. I don't have to show my skills to anybody. I don't have yeah. to be fighting just because. I'm actually going to talk my way out. Yeah. That's the best self-defense I can oh, have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Especially nowadays that people doesn't fight fist anymore. You're either going to pull something on you. Yeah. And like, I actually talk my way out, yeah. you know. But that's how I started the sport back in my high school with a couple of friends that pushed me to do it. I didn't actually, I don't want to do this, but until yeah. I fought my first tournament and I won that local tournament, that like inside tournament. And then I fell in love with the sport. And then I think 22 years, 21 years since I, I started the sport. And then when I really like, a, okay, that's what I want to do for a living, like as a teacher, was the one that was about like a purple belt means we're talking about you were still in Brazil. six yeah back in brazil i got my brown belt all, all the way through my brown belt in brazil how long did it take you uh to my brown belt was ooh, nine years yeah until my brown belt and you were competing like a lot down there i used to compete i compete white and blue belt a lot purple belt not so much because when i had my first knee surgery mm. um and then 
when I got my brown belt, I moved to U.S. What made you that move was there? 2012. The, my very first professor, um, he was living here already. And then he offered me, hey, I have this opportunity. You want to come? You already brown belt. I said, well, you know what? I'm going. Did you always want to come here? Was that always? Never playing much. Never had this dream of, oh, I want to go to a different country. I wanted to be a jiu-jitsu coach. Was that your dream since you? Since I was like a purple belt, I started like to kind of help. Because I used to help my first professor a lot. Mm -hmm. Blue belt and purple belt, teach like a social project, like mm -hmm. uh, teach kids and stuff. And then I always felt like, oh, this is so cool. I love it. You know? What and did, then. What did you want to do before that? Like, did you have a yeah. plan? Like. <laughs> I tried to be a lawyer, you know, back in Brazil. I, I always wanted to be a lawyer. Did you go to university? I tried. And then it was my first semester when I actually decided to go to, to law school. Was I did my first semester, and then he invited me to, to move to U.S. And I said, oh, you know what? Oh, so you started school way after. Way later. Yes, oh, way later. Okay. I tried. As soon as I got out of high school, we call, like, um, physical education, let's say, to become, like, a a school teacher for mm -hmm. PE, right, For or personal trainer. Yeah. Um, oh, you were going, yeah, was you like, have to go to school in Brazil. You cannot do those online, personal training online. Like that Instagram stuff do. <laughs> Yeah. So you have to actually go to college to do all that, to be a school teacher for PE, to be a personal trainer, sports trainer, yeah. whatever. I tried that for the first two years, but I was blue belt that time. I never... I'm... I don't like much school thing. I'm, I don't have a good attention when I'm sitting down still. Yeah. And then I was in love with the sport. I was competing all the time. And then what I used to do, I was go to school, give my attendance, and leave right after <laughs> to kind of go train jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I, I did that for at least two years. You just signing up and... Sign up my name, uh, got my attendance, and live to train. Yeah. And then until my mom find out. Because the good thing actually was a good thing for me that you don't have to do big loans to go to school in Brazil. You mm -hmm. pay monthly, and then yeah. whenever you want to cancel, just cancel your membership at the school, and you're done. You, oh. don't, have, you don't do anything. You don't yeah. have to own anything. You don't waste a whole semester. No. Oh. You don't have to kind of pay a ton. Just You pay monthly. Mm -hmm. And that's when I start work, too, because my mom finds out, say, hey, I'm not, since you're doing that, yeah. you can, but you're going to have to find a job, and then you pay for your jiu-jitsu. Sounds good. I said, sounds perfect. <laughs> what, what did you do? What, what? And then I started like, uh, it's a factory in Brazil that works for healthy, for, for the government, that we make vaccines for like, uh, and um, those fast results tests uh, for HIV and kind of diseases and you stuff like that. You were in the that. factory? I work in the factory, making those, those um, fast result tests for them. And then I worked there pretty much, I was uh, 20. That was 2006 until 2012. That was my very first job and the only job I had in Brazil before I moved here because I moved 2012. Mm -hmm. When my very first professor, he texted me and said, hey, I have this opportunity on my school. Do you want to come? And like, I can, but like, I don't know English. <laughs> I never... They didn't teach you English? In... No. They, you could choose in school either oh, you can choose. English or Spanish. And then yeah, just to be able to get the that. grades, I chose Spanish, but I never learned Spanish. Yeah. So just to get the grades, you know, yeah. like that. It's kind of similar. That mentality, like, ah, I'm just going get through going, this. By. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. And then I never learned one single word in either language. That's crazy because 
in my school, you have to take English every single year. Really? They teach you English every single year. That's perfect. Since you're third. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> uh, every time I come here, like, they don't think I'm from Guatemala mm. because I, I have pretty decent English. Good. And I was and I was also always coming every every year to visit my grandma in, in, in Texas. Yeah. So I, I was here three months out of the year. Oh, that's that's good for sure. It was super boring. Yeah. Because I was eight, nine, you know, <laughs> like I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I was just with my mom. Yeah. But we would go to the mall or like <laughs> stuff like that. We're just trying to find stuff to do. But um my mom was the only one that stayed in Guatemala. Like my my grandma and my mom's sisters and my her brother, they all moved to Texas. Oh. She's the only one to stay. And I'm so glad that she did that because, uh, you know, w- me growing up, like, I couldn't, knowing what I know now, it was, like, the best childhood. Like, mm-hmm. we were, also in Guatemala, people don't understand, like, it's so different down there than here because being kids, over there, you could get away with anything, pretty mm-hmm. much. So, we were, like, get it, we wouldn't get in trouble for doing some pretty <laughs> crazy <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, in Brazil, you get, you get. Passed by super easy too. You don't get yeah. that much in trouble. Depend what you do for sure. But so, like, yeah, I, I I was talking to my my girlfriend too, and she, you know, they would like go to the go play at the creek and stuff like that, and then we would we would go buy beers. And at twelve, like I started I started drinking when I was like twelve, <laughs> and that, you know, like then it started, and they're like, what? And it's like, yeah, my my over there, like sometimes they don't ask you for ID. So like our our growing up was different, yeah. Because here you can't you can't really do that. No. And here like if you either the cops like get you like you'll definitely get in trouble. Yeah. Over there we were like we would do some dumb stuff all the time. Did you do like any stuff like that or not? Unfortunately, not me because I was again so shy and so like a. So you were just introvert. I didn't have that home. much. Nah, I would go home and lock myself and play video games oh, or yeah. watch TV. Yeah. You know, I was not much that kind of boy like, ah, outside and go out. and nah. even, Not even in high school or anything like that? No, nah. no. Nah. I would go to the parties in school, but even then, it's like, I'm not really that cool guy, you know? Like, I, I was like, a, just yeah. kind of shy. Especially with I, that much time. But once I started the friendship, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But to the, to the new, you know, yeah. I was super shy. That's why I, Ah, let's go to this part. Ah, I don't know the person that I wouldn't go. Yeah. You know? But if I somewhere or a place that I already used to it, I was fine. Mm-hmm. But like the new was hard on me, you know, yeah. to get to know a new person to you know. Yeah. And like, ah that's why I was not that ooh, the cool guy that goes everywhere and hangs out with everybody. Did jiu jitsu change that a lot? Jiu jitsu helped change my life after that because yeah. after I started jiu-jitsu I was older I was 17 already mm-hmm. and that's when I started my first job it gave me that confidence to go to an interview on a job and be, be able to be, be able to handle English. myself yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure kind of meet people because yeah, my work was was a lot of people during the, the not a lot of people we was a group of like 20 mm-hmm. that work on the same spot on the on the factory, you know, like it was like twenty of us. So that means would be new spot, new people, that means the jujitsu gave him that confidence to kinda I'm okay now. Yeah. 
it really changed like oh, for mentality sure. like that? Oh, uh, for sure. 100%. Yes. What, what do you think? What, what made it like better? The, the sport, the way like Jiu-Jitsu trains you to be this fighter, but not just to fight on the street. Like, mm-hmm. like to fight for what you want. You know, I believe a lot on that to kind of, I wanted something I know how to fight for. You know, I, I know the struggle on the mats. You know how hard it is if I don't fight for myself in there, mm. and then gives and that's I think it's the boost that the sport gives you. You know, mm-hmm. so how to fight for what you want, and then like and that job, I see that job as opportunity to get where I want, mm-hmm. as a bridge. Yeah. You know, so it means I need to fight for this job. I need to do my best in here. I need to be cool with everybody. I need to talk to everybody. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it started getting me through things, especially when I first moved here, right? Where I was telling like the guy that called me, say, "Hey, I have this opportunity," but I was like, "I don't know English. I never been outside of Rio. Yeah. Imagine yeah, like outside of the country. Yeah. I don't know, but you'd be fine." I say, "Okay, cool." So because moving here, like I said, I never traveled much in Brazil. To move to U.S., move. I'm, I was moving. It was my yeah. very first flight in my life. I never been to an airplane in my life. Uh, it was my very first flight to move to a different country that I didn't know the language. I don't know. I didn't know the culture. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know? And pack everything. Was that, a big, was that a big shock? It was hard. Where, where did you move to? Uh, Nashville. I went oh. straight to, to Nashville. Like a, and that is such a, such a weird place to go. <laughs> like, Nashville is like very big now yeah. for, for people here. But... Like where we are, like you think Miami mm-hmm. or LA yeah. or Texas or New York, and like Nashville has to be such a big it was, shock. Yeah, it was like, oh, like a, the difference from a big city. Mm-hmm. Like a, You're in a, a huge guy here, city. Yes, I got here, people does not walk on the street. Everything oh. you have to do is drive yeah. a car. Yeah. Like, a, where's the bakery? <laughs> you know, that every corner you have a bakery in Rio, you know? <laughs> like, you have a lot of bakeries there? Yeah, it's like on the corners that like you go in the morning, buy your bread, yeah. go home, mm-hmm. breakfast, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, where's that other stuff? People doesn't talk much, you know? Um, I was like, the houses? I'm like, oh, man, it's just houses here. And the language. The one, language was the biggest thing. One thing that I that I realized about, at least in Tennessee, people are very friendly. and they're, Oh, yeah, that so helped. Did that, did I, like, you said you were very shy. Where whenever you came here, you were more comfortable speaking to people because people will talk to you. Yes. From like wherever, like at the grocery store, and you start a conversation. That would never happen in uh, in, in my country. Uh, like I said, the English was what got me like really scared here because people start talking to me. I was like, how, how did you I would just you? shake my head. Like I'm, I don't even know how to say I'm sorry. No. I don't know how to speak and English. You understand it? You no. Understand it? No. No, I didn't understand anything. I didn't know how to say anything. And I used to, once I learned, I said, sorry, no English. Yeah. And that's what I used to say, like, a, mm, but, kiss, like, kiss like a Tommy. That's, all that's it. And then, yeah. like, a, but, like, again, the confidence that Jiu-Jitsu gave me, because since it was hard, like, no English, I got here my first winter, that we don't have a winter time in Rio. <laughs> it's like, a, you can, you can quit. You know, like you can quit literally. Just, ah, you know what? That's not for me. I'm going back home. But I was like, I sold everything I had in Brazil. Mm-hmm. My car, quit my job. I sold my, my surfboard that 
could it would be expensive. I sold everything in Brazil. I didn't have anything anymore. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to come back. I'm going to either learn or learn the language and stay here. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There's no other way around. And you then I had a, pl- uh, a plan to go back. No, no. I started to really focus on learning the language by watching Netflix, put the sound on, and listen. And I used to ask, bother people all the time, asking what it is all the time. What that is, what it is, what is that, what is this, all the time, all the time. And that's how I learned English. I never had a class, never had a teacher. I learned English daily with the students, watching TV, mm-hmm. and asking all the time people what it was. That's how I learned a lot too because I would watch a lot because I was I was young all I did was watch TV all day. Yep. And that helps a lot. A hundred percent. And country music. Because <laughs> it's lower pace. Oh, you know? okay. I see. So like it's uh, an accent that gets you. Like, exactly. You're like, oh, I don't uh, yeah, but the words that you can yeah. kind of understand a little bit better than like a, if I like, put like a half metal, you know. Like, Eminem. Or something oh gosh, yeah. Eminem. No. <laughs> He's like, what does shit mean? Oh uh, man, like, <laughs> yeah. Has that story like I, I don't know if you heard this about the Superman song from Eminem. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. I used to to listen to that when I was a teenager back in Brazil. And I was like, oh, super cool vibe, right? Before the fight, boom, Eminem, Superman, super cool beat. When I got here and I started learning and I looked the lyrics, I would say, oh, man, <laughs> that's not the best song at all. So did you? So we didn't get Eminem and stuff like that back home. Oh, we, we did. You, you all got, that. You got everything. But all my time was like more Guns N' Roses, Bon yeah. Jovi, kind of, I'm, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> But I used to, to listen to all that, but never understood a thing mm-hmm. back in when I was a teenager. Yeah. You know? And then when I moved here, and then now I started listening to all those songs. Oh, now I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, I don't like this song anymore that much. Yeah, that Superman song was pretty yeah. interesting, too, to <laughs> yeah, see the lyrics fun. after a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what I used to hear all the time. <laughs> What's cool with uh, where you when you first moved to Nashville? Um, we used to, the guy used to have a called Gracie Baja. Oh, okay. For the, the jiu jitsu school, it was Brentwood. Oh, in Brentwood. Yes. And then, uh, but it used to be three schools. He used to have one in Franklin, one in Green Hills. That was the first time I taught class that was interested to teach jiu jitsu without English because I used mimic only. So n- now, single word would come out of my mouth for the first three months, I would say that. Until, of course, I would practice the English, but I, I was shy to try mm-hmm. to speak because ah, I don't know if I'm going to say the right thing. But anyways, for the first three months, it was just mimic, using my hands and kind of showing the technique, <laughs> mimicking for the people. Mm-hmm. Until I was teaching one class, it was funny because I was like, man, how am I going to explain what I just did was wrong? Because I was still so nervous teaching classes because there's the language barrier. Yeah. And I forgot to step over the head or something like that. Man, how am I going to explain this now? Mimicking that I forgot yeah. that the right way to do is to get the leg so over there. You weren't saying anything. You were just I wouldn't say anything until that day. I'm like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to have to try. Yeah, like, guys, what's the, what's the what's now the I'm telling you, it was just like this. I remember like it was yesterday. All I th- what I said was, only thing I said was, guys, 
leg, no here, leg, here. <laughs> <laughs> and like after that day, but it, it was funny because just those little things that I said, just leg here, no here, leg here. Mm-hmm. It, dude, after that day was when I started speaking English. Because it boosts my confidence. Oh, I can't say something because, of course, it sounds really weird. Like, not here, like here. Yeah. But everybody was like a nodding their heads, like in okay. a positive way. Okay, I got it. Like, and that makes me feel like a awesome that day. I came home, hey, I spoke English for the first <laughs> time in class <laughs> after three months. It will be like, you have video? I was like, no, no. So it didn't happen. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, I didn't have video. But like, it was funny, man, that day. And like, but after that day was when I started like uh, actually build the confidence to speak English because there's a bunch of stuff, man. Like I used to go to a restaurant and order by the picture, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, we see that. Or just go to McDonald's on the end of the road by the the place that we I used to teach and order by the number. Yeah. And ask for number one and wait. At and least, at that's least big, it. At least it's Big Mac there and take my over everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And then say number one and wait. (laughs) I used to say, give me number one. I always have trouble with drive-thrus because sometimes... No, drive-thru, I didn't took a drive-thru for years. Now because how am I going to ask for stuff on (laughs) drive-thru? It's probably going to come something wrong for sure. (laughs) But yeah, drive-thru took me a while to to get in there because like now. (laughs) No. So did, did you like it when you first came here? Man, it was... Was I'm not saying I fell in love right away, because I started thinking all the the barriers like man the English is gonna be rough, the cold weather ah, <laughs> that was rough. Because yeah. as soon as I got here, I got here in March, 2012. Oh, that's at the end of the yes. cold winter. But and then on November that year, so he used to have a school in Pennsylvania. Carlisle. It's a small city. He's like, Gabriel, you got to go. It's like, how? Were you making me go to a different state? Just me and Natalie? My oh, wife? She moved, did you already know? She, yeah, she moved here. I, I I know Natalie since Brazil. We've been together for, Jesus, I hope she doesn't hear this, but like, I don't know, 2006? Oh. That we together. Was it hard to convince her to come here? Um, that's, a, that's a big step for someone. She took a huge step for sure, yeah. more than me. Yeah. I was like, I don't have anything to lose here. I'm going. Yeah. She gave she, up more than me to be here. To be with you. Yeah. Yes. That, that's that's a lot. Yeah. And then November that year, he said, Gabriel, the guy left the school in Pennsylvania. I don't have anybody there. I'm gonna have to send you. I was like, How? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go to a different. No, I had a like a car. Yeah. <laughs> that that's another funny thing because in Brazil. Cars are so expensive. Mm-hmm. And then when he got here, I got a Tucson, you know, that oh, Hyundai. Hyundai. Yeah. Tucson? yeah. That in Brazil is like a super, yeah. super big. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, you're rich. I yeah. say, I made it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got, he got that like a 200 something thousand miles on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And there was nothing like a here. It's a normal car, you know? But anyways, um, and then we drove that thing to Pennsylvania, 12 and a half hours. Uh, on the road, we got there, no English is still. But oh, that was very soon, you said? Yeah, it was like the same year. Like, oh, I got here wow. March, November, we were moving there. Yeah, never been out of the country, never been out of your neighborhood. No, and then go teach by myself 
no English in a different state. Whole and different cultures, though. Uh, yes. And then people there, I love the city, believe it or not. We miss that place because it's so small. It's called Carlisle. Oh, it's very small. But Pennsylvania in general, some people are a little bit more rude than here. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's the a little bit. It's the Northeast. New York. If somebody from there is listening to this now, sorry. But yeah. no, it's, for it's, me, it's, on it's the beginning, was a different, you know, because I didn't have English. It was not patient with you at all. Come on, let's go. What you need? Um, this showed the pictures and like yeah. they're not patient. That's a, that's a northern thing. Cause yeah, it's because it's it's only like that over there. <laughs> it's crazy. But and then we lived there for a year. A year. Know, a year. Yeah, we came back in November 2013, and then that was actually our biggest challenge. But it was amazing because it was just me and her. We used to live in a room inside the gym. That they have a little room inside the gym, kind of a bedroom, something like that, showers and stuff like that. But we lived inside the gym for a year. For a whole year. Yeah. But just me and her in Portuguese. Any Brazilian people there, that means only English. That means we had to learn. Learn or learn. And that was great for us. Yeah. Because. You're forced to. We were forced to. Step up. And then we were taking care of a school, like uh, signing up, the way we do now, signing up people and. Taking teaching classes, of, taking care of, care of everything. All the finances. Yes. And then, like, we made it. So, yeah. was, that a big, was that a lot of people in that school? When we got there, it was like a 70-something. And then when we left a year later, we left, at that time, we were like 140-something. Oh, that's crazy. Like, we kind of double yeah. for that year, whatever. Because it's super small. Carlisle is a super small city. Yeah. What kind but of, even then. Like, what kind of town was it? Was it like a farm town or was it like a... Uh, the like gym a the town? gym was like, a, it's a construction warehouse that has the gym on the same spot. Across the, on the same parking lot, but across was a cornfield. <laughs> wow. And then man. across the street was a little airport. Oh my God. You know, like the private airport? Yeah. Oh Lord, for us, like, here we go. We're sleeping in, in the morning. Oh, Airplanes like coming in and out, like oh my gosh. Was there a lot of stuff to do or not much? Not much. The city, like you could go like in half hour, you could go the whole Carlisle. Wow. City. Oh, so it's a small town. It's a super small town, yeah. but it was great. Like I said, it was great experience there. Good food that we, good friends that we made in there too. Yeah. But um, and then we came back in 2013 to, to Nashville. Yeah, to Nashville. That was November that year. Um, and then to today, and then never move it again. Yeah, I like it. I, I enjoy it here pretty much. So. How long has the the Legion been here? Legion, we started in 2018. So you so you worked at, at Gracie for five years. After I worked with the Gracie Baja, with the guy that brought me until 2017. Mm-hmm. But even before 2017, he got out of Gracie Baja and become something else. Um, and then 2017, it's kind of shady stuff that he used to do that I don't like much, and then it's not my values, and yeah. then I decided to to go my route. And then I started teaching at the UFC Jim Murphy's board that unfortunately... Yeah, it's closed. Right? They're closed. You used to teach there? I used to teach there. That was... I saw it. It was on... Uh, used to be on Old Fort. Old Fort, yeah. Yes, and I started there. Yeah, yeah. And I started there. 2017, and then that same year is when I met today my business partners. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, they used to have UFC gym Hendersonville. They used to teach there? They used to, to have that. And oh, then we okay. went to a local tournament because I had the geese with checkmat and stuff like that. And then we went to a local tournament. I think that time was grappling games. And then we end up, all eight people that we brought, they end up winning. And then... From the UFC gym? From, yes. Oh. And then Sean, that today is my business partner, Sean Patton, he saw the checkmat, the UFC gym logo with the checkmat on the back, and he contacted me. He's like, hey, um... So you can see, like, a, the point I'm going to get to now is because, so you can see how life works, you know? Like, uh, I was in the bad spot, you know, teaching for nothing, pretty much. Like, a, struggling a little bit since the breakdown. I, me and my family, we struggle a little bit here in the U.S. before we pick ourselves back up. But see how life yeah. works when you work hard. You put all your heart into it, your passion into it, and how life guides you to meet the right people and stuff like that. Because by that tournament, Sean contacted me, said, hey, man, I have a UFC gym in Hendersonville, and then we always looked for uh, affiliation team to help us out. So, mm-hmm. well, well, let's talk about it. Let's get to know each other. Let's meet each other to see yeah. if you guys are a good fit for, for the Checkmat team, you know? Um, you, you were Checkmat back in Brazil? Too? Yes, back in Brazil, I was Checkmat. My my professor is Rico Vieira. Mm-hmm. Um and then when I moved here, the guy was Gracie Bob, like, oh, man, well, yeah. but I'm right here. So what, was that hard for you? To it was a little hard, but, well, you know, business. life, you got to work, yeah. you got to make money, Yeah. you know. And then I was like, I got to know them. I started going there a couple classes, and then the professor that they have in there moved to, <laughs> moved to Iowa, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a Gabriel, now we don't have a coaching in Hendersonville. Yeah. Do you want to take some class? I, yeah, please. And I used to drive. Mm-hmm. I used to teach 6 a.m. classes there every day. Leave Murfreesboro at 4.30 in the morning, teach 6 a.m. there, go back. And I did that for a while until UFC gym Murfreesboro changed owners. Um, and then I end up... Just leaving? Because nah, I'm a kind of person that, man, if it devalues... I'm not a perfect person at all. Yeah. But if you think money's not everything in life, and then if you think that something's going against what you, you believe. believe, and it's kind of, I don't like to do shady stuff. I don't like mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, yeah. like I'd rather go my way and leave than kind of do something that I'm not going to be proud of, it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when one day they came to me and then, like, hey, you want to join us? And then we started something off. UFC gym from UFC gym franchise. I was like, let's do it, and then we started Legion in 2018. Until now, it's been like a Legion's like what, five years old. Mm-hmm. So, and then we have three locations: Murfreesboro, East Nashville, and Hendersonville. And then that's how we started by just meeting each other in the local tournament. That's why, because uh, we're doing all this because I wanted to play drums. No, so. Uh, but it was funny because, like, uh, I had my green card since I was, like, 14, 15 because of my grandma. Yeah. And I never had any plans to come back. I never mm. I never wanted to leave. Because, mm. right? I, I mean, like I told you, like, I grew up in a nice neighborhood living with my parents. I'll tell you another thing. Like, uh, I don't know how it's in Brazil, but in, in Guatemala, you live with your parents until you pretty much get married. In Brazil, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So just the thought of being by myself was like, why would I do that? Yeah. And then once I started uh, getting more into the drums and learning, actually learning, uh, I was like, that's the only way I'm going to move here. Because they they wanted me to move here. Or at least my grandma wanted us to, to move here. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I come, I come back home and like, I party all day and stuff like that. Like, I do all, all everything that I want, and that was the only way. So when I first moved to Texas, after after I graduated high school in Guatemala, and we go from January through October to school over there. Mm-hmm. So w- when I first moved here, they were already in school, and my mom thought I was gonna go to a, another year of high school. And uh, so that was the plan. So I was going to move in with one of my cousins. And then I, we go there and they look at all my records. Like I graduated. I'm like, well, I don't think you should be here. Hmm. And I was like, oh, so that's why I was like, what do we do now? Right. Because I can't go to school because you already graduated. I already graduated. And uh. Like there's no point of you being in high school. And then we started looking and I had no idea what I was going to do. Because school is really expensive, and there was in, in Texas there wasn't like a music school like that. Mm-hmm. That I because I, I went to music school back in Guatemala, just you know an academy like after yeah. school, right? But here, uh, I knew about some schools. Uh, there's one in Boston called Berkeley, oh, wow. but that one's like legit, like really like hard to get in and stuff like that. And at that point, I wasn't like I didn't have the knowledge. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then my mom found another one that I didn't want to go because I knew it was kind of like, like, like everybody can go there and stuff like that. Mm. But at the same time, that helped me because I didn't have all the knowledge. So I moved to California. So mm. I, li- I lived in Texas, California, here. I lived in Indiana for like a couple months. So I've been, I've been literally everywhere. That's good. And, and it's crazy because I'm in a point now where, yeah, like you said, like, how life just goes everywhere and, and you just take a couple people to change everything. Yep. And the right one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely I was I was with a, a a bad relationship once and that that really took a toll. And then uh one of my friends from another job uh I work with my girlfriend. She she like she runs the the pizza place. Okay. So he said, like, hey, man, you want to work here? And I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> and and th- that's how I met her. Okay. And and then, like, you know, uh, but uh, what I wanted to say, like, all of this comes from one idea that I, I wanted to come play drums. Ooh. And now, like, I'm in, like, a different point in my life right now. Yep. Where, like, I'm, I'm more grateful for, like, Every day of what we have. Yes. You know, yes. It, it's not, I, I know like I'm not exactly doing what I want to do, but what I have, like not many people have. Yes. Like we're, we're so lucky that we have a house. But you should be able to do what you wanted to do. Yes. You know, yeah. but it's like for, for a long time, I was like very like, like sad that like, I'm not doing what I want. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not realizing that I had everything that I need. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like like the, a big thing that I, that had changed in my mind, because I I could have been whatever back home. I could have gone to school, being a doctor, mm-hmm. being a lawyer, whatever. Like I had all the opportunities, and then I moved here and had 
there's always opportunities, but it's not it's a lot harder because then I'm by myself. And just just being grateful every day, you know. No, for sure. And that's I believe is like a a lot of people has this mindset nowadays that if they don't do now mm-hmm. what they love to do, life sucks. Yeah. No, it's not that. Yeah. Because on my factory job, I remember the very first day we got this meeting, right? Because a bunch of brand new people coming in. And then the 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 boss came to us like, hey, guys, it was a bunch of young people. With a bunch mm-hmm. of 20-something-year-old people in there. This might not be your dream job. But from today, I want you guys to use this job as a bridge to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. That day, I got that. I embraced that so hard. And yeah, I used right. that for my, for my, my life, right? Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is that job wasn't a dream job, mm-hmm. but was my very first job. Pay me pretty good because it was a government place. Yeah. Could pay my competitions, could pay my membership. It got me here. Does that make sense? And then in 2017, when I got that split up with the guy that brought me, I was in a really rough spot. And then um, um, I had to do some jobs outside of jiu-jitsu. I was like, man, I don't know much what to do because all I know is jiu-jitsu. And I work in a hotel in downtown Nashville cleaning the rooms. I work in the grocery store, putting stuff on the shelves, and that makes you appreciate so much. Yeah. Because you not might not be where you want to be, but life puts you on that spot, so you can kind of be thankful for and be able to get where you want to be. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm not saying that it's a bad job being in the grocery store putting, yeah. restocking the shelves. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying if it's not that what you dream of it. Right, but you can use that job to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're smart enough, you can save, you can yeah. make b- better plans, you can study, you can get more skills. You know, maybe grow inside that company. Yeah. I don't know, but you can reach. But the most important thing is what you said: be thankful for. Yeah, like the mentality helps a lot. Or, I mean, that's really everything. Cause, yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, like I had. A, Anything I could have wanted down there, then come here and just not realizing how, how good I had it, even though it's not. I mean, we the best thing about working with my girlfriend is like we get a lot of free time to do like mm-hmm. what we want to do. So, like, like if you thought about if I thought about if I was like 17, it's like, oh, yeah, you're gonna be working at a pizza place. I'd be like, come on, man, really? that's 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 nothing job, mm-hmm. like, that's like not for me, yep. But then here's like that's this is what I do like I make make a decent living right you know and you're in a country at least comparing yes. where I come from and what I used to do in there mm-hmm. and what I can do here the opportunities yeah and that's why I tell people American people sometimes that come to me is like oh life sucks and man I'm sorry yeah you you are spoiled to born here in a country that probably has your issues yeah. right but you're born in a country that gives you so much opportunity mm-hmm. that you can do anything you want if you put hard work into it. Yeah. And that's where my thing, like, uh, 
moving here for me was better because I was not in the right place back in Brazil, especially after I lost my mom. I know it was three years battling like hard with kind of depression, being like a... Because when I lost my mom, I kind of... How old were you? I was 24 when I lost my mom. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I kind of got like a kind of angry, you know, because yeah. looks like I lost everything. Not looks like. I lost everything I had. My mom was my... Life. My thing, yes, my 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 whole thing, you know, and then like, what am I gonna do now without her? Yeah, you know, and then I got super angry, kind of got a little messed up on on, on my head, like a mm -hmm. depression. It's like a, not having goals in life anymore. I was like, whatever happened, happened, kind of. I feel like I was dying, you know, and that was not good because it started messing up my relationship with my wife. That now it's my wife, and then. I didn't want a much life. My job was, I was not care much about my job anymore until I found this opportunity to move here. And that changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know, because again, I was not motivated enough. And then here, I started building my stuff. You know, like. You say um, when my mom passed. I, like the last time I saw her, she, she passed last year. And the last time I saw her was 2020. Mm -hmm. She was here for a month. And like after that, I was like feeling like I wasted a lot of time mm -hmm. being here without them, you know, because now you understand like what's really important. Yep. And then when she was gone, I was like, man, I wasted 10 years. Mm -hmm. But but it's, it's not really like that. Yes. I mean, yes. I was questioning like, like, why, why do you even be here? Like, mm -hmm. like here, like I could have been back there. Mm -hmm. Or even like, I was like, I just. And, and it actually made me, like, not want to play drums, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of feel like a guilty dad make you change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially because it was so sudden with her. My, my brother lives in Germany, actually. Oh, well. So she was visiting him. And she always wanted to go to Europe. That was the biggest dream. And then she got sick there. Mm. And luckily she, she got out of there and she... She went back home, and then, and then she was like, in, she she had like diverticulitis, mm -hmm. and her intestine busted, mm -hmm. and like that's major, major. Yeah. So, but it just so happened. It, that's how crazy life is. Like, she was sick over there in the hospital in Amsterdam, and we were all like, oh my god, like we didn't know it was that serious, like, mm -hmm. and and she finally she was able to go out and still spend time with my brother and stuff like that. And then my, my, the first thing I saw was like, you need to get back just in case. And as soon as she, she came back home, the next day she got sick again. And then it was like a whole month in, in the ICU. Mm -hmm. So it was like that. And the last time, the last time I saw her was two years before. And that, that just really back up. Yeah. And then um, it's funny, we got to this topic because... I felt so angry when I lost my mom, right? And then, but moving here, it's kind of weird to explain, but like, because sometimes we don't understand why things happen to us, yeah. you know? It's and I want to sound bad, like, oh, you're saying that your mom died for you to can have her stuff. No, I'm not saying that. But sometimes if you understand life's plan or God's plan for our lives, so, and that makes sense. Right, even if it doesn't really make sense, yeah, like yeah. you saying, like a 
God kills your mom. No. But my mom was suffering for 14 years, yeah. right, with bowel yeah. cancer, you know? And then just bringing to that subject a little bit, my mom used to say to us, only thing I pray is to give me enough health so I can see you a grown man and my daughter get married, your sister be married before I leave. Mm-hmm. So, and long story short is my mom find out cancer when I was eight years old. My you sister. Tell you? Did you know about it? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. the whole life. And then once I got older, that I stopped helping her, especially after I started working, I went through all with her, you know, start being the man of the house, yeah. you know. Well, like I said, we don't understand your stuff because my very first, actually, my first attempt to move was 2008, actually. And I was like, no, I'm not moving and leaving my mom sick. Well, okay, cool. And then she went through all that, man, hard, you know. And then her last couple months was the roughest that I always, for the whole period that I saw her, like, it's struggling with the, the, the disease. But 2009, I was 24. And my sister got married July that year. And then she passed September that year. Yeah. That makes sense. Like a, it's like a, it's I cannot. So, it's so amazing to think about, right? If you, if you think about it, she... If we bring to that, if you if you have a faith on that, man, she prayed that she wanted. If even if we God doesn't not be able to cure her, or whatever, but like at least give her enough health to see her son, a grown man, and be able to take care of himself that doesn't need anyone, because she probably knew that if I die now, my son doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was twenty four working in the factory. I had my, my 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 girlfriend at the time. Natalie was my girlfriend at the time. And my sister got married July that year. And my mom passed September that year. So it means her prayers were answered. Yeah. You know? And that's why I know life sometimes throws at us like some kind of stuff like that. Like, and then we don't understand. And then because you mentioned like, oh, I lost interest in drum because you put that situation as the the problem, the kind of sense, oh, that was the reason because we tried to to put yeah. the. I didn't think that was the reason, but I was. I felt like I I wasted so much time. Yes, away. exactly. Yeah. That's why, like, uh, um, and that's why I feel like, why did I do wrong? You know, I thought the same way. Why it was me? That wasn't me. No. My mom unfortunately had cancer. You yeah. know, that is a tough battle. You know, but like sometimes, and then I put on my mind, like, why? Why me? Why you took away everything I had, you know? And that's why I got so angry. And then like, but if you think that way, and then if you be able to kind of take a deep breath and kind of understand a little bit why, it makes a little sense. You know, sometimes I believe I would still there in Brazil, you know? And then if she was sick, because sometimes we, I think like when you get to certain stages, we cannot, we don't have to be selfish. Selfish to I me mean is, I don't, I didn't want to see my mom in the bed, mm-hmm. not be able to talk, not be able to, to, to see things anymore, because that's how, once it, the cancer 
got to her head. You know what I'm saying? Then like yeah. a, she started kind of I don't know how to say like a she become like a pretty much a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Would not speak, not yeah. kind of see anything anymore, not eating much means why? Just because to have the body there present, because we feel that right. My yeah. mom is still here, yeah. but like mm-hmm. we're not be able to give a hug on each other anymore. She not be able to. We not we not be able to make our cakes in the midnight and open up a two liter soda and yeah. watching a movie at midnight. Mm-hmm. You know, because we used to do that. Oh yeah, we used to. Out of the blue, get up. Let's make a cake. Yeah, let's okay. go. Yeah, and then we'd go to the kitchen, you know? Chips and queso all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? That's like, what we used to do, yeah. And that's why, like, uh, I understand it, it, it hurts because I don't have her anymore. I, I sometimes get to my mind, like, uh, I try to imagine if my mom was here now with my two kids, my wife, be able to participate in that would be amazing. But I wanted that to happen if she was healthy. Yeah. You know? Not in, in the laying in bed, like, not be able to hang out with her grandkids yeah. that makes it that's that's when i think sometimes get to a point that it's the right, it's it becomes right selfish time, right? if we like i wanted the, her body to be there but she was not there mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense yeah. and then like uh, i actually sounds weird again but I, i'm kind of thankful that she didn't suffer much yeah me too one when, when my mom got the cancer on her head she passed mm-hmm. like a two months later but i with the good memories I have, and that's why I believe jujitsu and my mom's situation helped me to be a good fighter because she fought so hard. And I never saw my mom down, no. sick, giving up. She was always there for us. Boom. Even probably inside she was feeling terrible, but she was always there. She she never showed it. She was like a warrior. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I try now to remember. How hard she worked and what she left me in Harrington's, right? No money. But she gave me that power of like a fight for what you want. That example. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So you can fight and you can get anything you want. Again, if you work hard, be honest, and go. Yeah. Just do it, you know? But like I said, um, I believe... When we think that way, we can understand a little bit better, and that uh, scar can heal a little bit, little by little. You know, yeah. I miss her for sure yeah. every single day, especially with my kids. That I would love her to to be part of it. Yeah. But she, it's not here. But I try to keep the good memories, and the example, use the example, mm-hmm. on my daily basis too, to kind of, kind of fight for. You know, fight through it. That's what know? I wanted to do. This because I had no idea. I mean, I because I, I saw your Instagram and I saw, yeah, you post about your mom, and how similar is that thing where like, right after they experience what they really wanted to experience, that's when they go. Yeah. Like I would have, like I would have never known. Yeah. And that's like that's why I do. I wanted to do this kind of podcast to like. Yeah. To get to connect with people, you know. For sure. Because it's like. Like, different stories. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same story, different settings. Yeah. And you you would have never known. For sure. I feel like, yeah. especially nowadays, it's like there's so much like, like fighting, mm-hmm. and like, obviously there's a lot of community, right? Yeah. That's why jujitsu uh, helps a lot because over there everybody's the same. The same. I like to think about jujitsu like that too. Once you put your gi on, mm-hmm. when you step on the mat, you pretty much. 
I don't know how much money they make. Yeah. I don't care what gender you think you are. I don't care about your political view. I don't care about your religious view. What I care is when we step on the mats, we're all the same. We're all going to tap out the same way. <laughs> you know, we all get choked the same way. Yeah. And that's why I believe this sport is so cool because we get this community and we get all together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you don't have to think any of those things when you're on the mats, you know, training. Yeah. We all friends. We kind of try to get this relationship. And that's mm-hmm. what this sport amazed me. Not just how to fight, yeah. but like this community, this lifestyle. I think it's what yeah, that's amazing. what I'm just trying to figure out because I don't even I don't even know why I started doing jujitsu. Obviously, I I love the UFC, right? I like watching the fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then I think after my mom passed, I was like, I want to try it out because she was gone like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if I don't do it? Gotcha. You know, you know what I mean? It's like yep. like you like she's gone. Like I gotta do this. But so that's why I signed up to jujitsu. <laughs> so. It's not like, obviously, it's like it's very hard, right? It is. So I'm I'm in that phase where it's like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> did you feel like that too? Like yes, it is hard, and it's gonna always be. Yeah. Jujitsu doesn't get easier. Yeah. It it gets like a more tolerable. <laughs> yes, because you understand more. But like, a, I've been doing this for 21 years, and I still need to keep learning. Still need to practice. You know, it's not easy. But, like I said, the lifestyle is what you have to get involved with. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to understand right now. Yes. Because like, I, 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 right now, like, I don't know why I'm doing it. I just know I just go. First of all, because if I wasn't doing that, I probably wouldn't work out that much. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's better. I hate going to the gym. It's boring. And this is uh, definitely not boring because I'm trying not to, like, you know, yeah. get my arm broken and stuff like that. And... And so, then, but like, uh, think about the lifestyle it gives you. Like, at one point, if you do a crap diet and try to train at the same time, you're going to feel like, oh, I'm not performing the right way. Mm-hmm. means what's going to make that happen? It's going to make you think about like, oh, I need to eat a little bit better. You know? I'm not saying that, oh, you're going to be perfect. Yeah. Diet, That's my biggest but struggle. You're going to start, me too. Yeah. But, like, but you're going to start thinking like, oh, but I need to do better b- mm-hmm. before training. That It's already changing lifestyle. You're not going to eat a whole pizza and go train right away. I feel sick if I do that. <laughs> I, that I makes can't, sense. I can't eat before you just, right? I, but like, uh, then, but some people do. And like, man, how do you eat mac and cheese before yeah. roll hard? I can do it. Yeah. But like, it makes you start thinking different because it's a toll on your body. And they're like, oh, okay, what can I do better? And then you start lifting a little bit because you need to get it stronger. Yeah. That means... You even realize, but you start changing your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Jiu-Jitsu forces you to, to change your lifestyle. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Oh, man, I'm feeling so tired. And then you start li- sleeping a little bit earlier because you need a little bit more time. Yeah. That makes sense. Without even realizing, you're already changing your lifestyle. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, uh, And then this relationship with people. You think about it, the amount of different people that we have in a gym. Sometimes you talk to people and you find out they... Work with construction, whatever, and like, a, and then you can connect with that person, and then, you know, you get to know people from all walks of life, and like, yeah. uh, and that's what I mean by the lifestyle, the the the, the community mm-hmm. that you can have with the sport. That kind of makes sense, like, yeah, because uh, yeah, sometimes I go on, I like going on Instagram, and I see 
who liked the picture, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I've seen this guy. And then I see they have a family. It's like, man, he looks young. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had no idea he had two kids. Or, yeah. Or like uh, Adam, five kids. Like, you would have never known. Exactly. Know? It's like, that's what I like about this also. Like, that's why I want to get more people in here. Cause, exactly. Because I don't, I don't know them. And like, I would like, like your story. Like, we have that similar thing with our yep. moms. Yeah. And who knows what else I have with other people that I have, like, other people that I have no idea. For sure. We could, like. For sure. And yeah, man, that's why I think the sport, again, it's, I feel really blessed yeah. to be able to do what I love to do, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to provide to my family with that, yeah. you know. Um, and that's, I believe, the beauty of the sport, the life in general. Yeah. You know, life today is still heavy. That kind of makes sense, like a, It's a lot. It's a lot. If you consume on. it too much, that yeah. gets it's heavy. It's a lot of consuming. You know, and okay. then like, uh, as long as we wake up every single day, thankful for what we have, yeah. and then thankful to be healthy enough that if we feel that we're not in the right place, that we can kind of keep working hard, that we're gonna get there. And no matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how long you think you have in life, but we always have to remember that we have just one. Just one life. Yeah. I don't know tomorrow, right? Because yeah. I think people get caught up in the future. Like just in the future. Like, yeah. Yes, I got to save, save, save. Yeah. Yes, you have yeah. to. I understand. You have to plan for your future. But what about now? Yeah. Today? Because it could end like right now. It can end right now. Yeah. Like our friend, Bu, yeah. right, Jacob? That hurts so bad. Because yeah. like I remember talking to him about the motorcycle. When he got it, that we're gonna ride together, that you know, and then what's going like that, yeah, you know, unfortunately, but that's why, like, we have to plan for the future because that's smart thing to do, of course, yeah. right? But now, you yeah. know, now that's what I, that's what I'm I've been working a lot more this past year. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I woke up today, yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, like I remember seeing like. There was this video that said, "Would you rather have ten million dollars and die tomorrow, or just?" I saw like, that, and that's yeah. amazing. And then that everybody chose to wake up the next day. Oh, that changed my life, right? <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, I text my friend, "Did you feel like a millionaire today?" Just because you woke up, right? Exactly. And exactly. Like, I saw that video. Yeah. You need great. ten million dollars. People like depend, like yeah, why? Yeah, oh, but yeah. you have to die tomorrow. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I want to wake do? up. No, of course not. Yeah. You know, because what you're going to do in one day. Yeah. And then what about tomorrow, you know? So, mm-hmm. and that's why, man, that we are rich. Yeah. If we wake up every day breathing, your heart's beating. I have food. You have, have food. A, have a roof. Have a house. Yeah. Exactly. You have a car. Yeah. You know? Because, again, we get caught up to complain. Yes. That's the life nowadays. And that and that's what I hate. Social media is a lot of complaining. Oh, yeah. So, it's like. But social media, nobody's perfect there. Social media is part of our lives, yeah. but it's not true in there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. People can say whatever they want, yeah. but social media is not a perfect life the way people show. They show the best little part of 10 minutes of the whole day. Yeah. And then they just feel like yeah. everything else. You know, and then I have like the camera, you know. I, I It's funny because I, I remember watching a comedy video from brazil they're like uh let's say i go see you on the street and then like hey man what's up why are you dressing up like that 
because the guy is actually homeless. Oh no, but but the social media I'm rich. In social media I'm rich. That's why I have a tie, <laughs> I have a, a button <laughs> shirt, a suit, and everything. But in real life I'm homeless. On social media I'm rich. Yeah. Like that got me. There was a comedy video in there, mm-hmm. but that's actually true. Yeah. Sometimes you see this person like super happy and they might be broken inside. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's why I try to to be like I said, I'm not perfect at all, at all. But I try to be, to share my struggles on social media too. Because if I reach one person, mm-hmm. I don't care if, how many followers I have. Yeah. But like if I can reach one person that they can feel better, that they're not alone, mm-hmm. suffering too with all this perfect life that social media offers, mm-hmm. you know. Even without them telling you. like, Because exactly. I, I get that a lot. Exactly. I, I feel a lot better with people and I don't have to tell them. You know? Yeah. God yeah. helped them out. Oh yeah, yeah. And especially, you know. Is there any other things that you like to do besides jujitsu? I I know you play drums now because I, I you playing drums. Yes, this is something that I got back into. I'm trying my best to mm-hmm. to learn again. One thing I actually want to come back to do it because I used to, but I'm not good at it. But I I used to play tennis. Oh really? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I used to go to the court like hit. The ball in there, like yeah. it's something that you do outside. Um, I play video games. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what you like to play? Soccer. Soccer. Soccer games. Yeah. And then, um, but tennis is something I would like to to do do it again. You know, that's it's a sport that I like. That's harsh. That's, that's it's hard. It's a hard sport. Yeah. That's a lot of running. <laughs> the drums, for sure. I'm telling you, man. One day I'm gonna get better. <laughs> you play any other instruments? Uh guitar. Cause guitar. But the same way, I know the chords, but I have to look at the, the chart. Yeah. I, if you ask me, I'll play this key or that key. Nah, I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> but like, I, I can That's follow why the I play chart. Drums. The what? That's why I play drums. There's no keys. There's no, oh. There's no theory like that. It's just okay. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. The, because, but it's a funny story. The reason why I know a little bit guitar, because I always, believe it or not, I always ask my mom for a drum, but we used to live in an apartment. In real, you're gonna get kicked out, yeah. and then like, um, she said, "Drum, I cannot give you. I give you a guitar. Do you want to say, well, whatever? That's what you're gonna get me. I'll take it." Yeah. And then we has this, but it's funny because I never practice. And then she hired the the guy from church, they used to play and teach, yeah. and then it got to a point that he told her, "My mom's name, my mom, my mom's name is Rosangela." So she came to Rosangela. I'm sorry, I can't teach a gamer anymore. Because you pay me, but every time I come back the following week, he doesn't know because he <laughs> he doesn't practice. Yeah. And I'm like, Mom, because I always want a drum. Yeah. I said, drum, you're not going to have it. I said, okay, cool. And then I gave up guitar, but I always had it. And then I like it too. I pick it up sometimes, like I put on YouTube and follow the charts and mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never interested to learn about the theory or now. My biggest flaw is like I'm not, I'm not disciplined. With, no. with anything, mm, and that's why I, like, I, I can tell this. I'm, I'm not that either. No. Oh, so. I thought because I suck at jujitsu. No, 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 no. But it's different. Jujitsu, I'm I'm pretty consistent. But like, I, because I'm, it's not that I don't want to learn. But let's say, for drums, if you have to exercise too, you get the how to say the pad mm-hmm. that you can kind of practice there, yeah. right? No, I want to play. 
You see, I'm the same way. And I'm like, so, oh, but I don't know how to play. But you see, like, <laughs> I feel like that's also hurt me so much because that make. First of all, I like to try a lot of stuff. Right? Yeah. So like, I started playing drums, and then when I moved here, I I, I did stand up for a little bit. Oh really? And yeah, I, I was also in the movie. Uh, I like I like shooting guns. I like I like doing everything. Uh-huh. I think that just overloads me that I have. I feel like I don't I don't practice. You're everything. doing so much, but you not feel like you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, man, that that's funny because we kind of pretty similar on that. You yeah, know? I I started a lot of things, but when yes. I got myself caught up, that I didn't finish anything. Now it's popular. Yeah, you know? like, but but you see, like the thing with me is like when I find something, I'm like obsessed. Yeah. For for a little while, and then I find something else, or or I'm like, well, I'm not. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird because I always find I always find something to learn. I like to learn. I like to learn a lot, but I'm not disciplined. But I'm 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 like a. I like to learn, and I'm really hands-on person. But like I said, all right, Gabriel, for you to play drum, you're gonna have to do those drills. Tech, yes. tech, tech, tech. But no, I wanna play the song already, yes, bro. Yes. Just teach me, I'm you like, know. I'm like that, too. <laughs> and I feel like, like, I feel like I have a pretty good ability to learn quick. And so I, I, I say I rely on my talent, mm-hmm. and that's not how it works. No. Yep. And then. Bring us to our sport jujitsu again. Exactly. Yeah. You're not gonna just fight. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to drill. You're gonna have to do repetition. You're gonna have to get better, and then you're gonna apply that in a fight. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And then, that's why mm-hmm. I tell every end of class to people to use the mindset of jujitsu for your life. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you become a fighter, but I'm not saying to become a fighter to fight on the street or in a nightclub. I'm saying become a fighter. Okay, you know what? I need to put my mind into the drum. I'm bring, talking about the drum again because that's something I want to learn now and be better at it. But I, jiu-jitsu mindset is like what? I have to drill yeah. so I can start to know the move and then I plan a fight. Mm-hmm. Bring that mindset to the drum. I'm going to have to hit the pad a little bit to learn the tempo, whatever they call, you know? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then I'm going to have to drill to separate my feet from my hands, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Otherwise, how am I going to play the song? Yeah. You know? Every, You're going to play... Every, everything's for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, like, I think... Because um, I've been struggling with jiu-jitsu a lot. Because this, this is the first thing where I have been doing it for a certain amount of time that I'm not competent at. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that's why I keep doing it. Because, like I told you, like, I really have... I don't know why. Because there's a lot of people like, oh, I want to do this. I want to compete. I want to be the best. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't have that. Like I'm still, I just did it because, oh, this seems cool, and I wanted to try just because I saw the UFC and stuff like that. Yeah, but I was listening to a book, I forgot the name now, but like, uh, it's when you want to do something, the results gonna be by who you think you are. If I want to be good at jujitsu, or be good on drum or guitar or soccer, whatever. But the problem is people want to do it, but they tell themselves I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they can't accomplish. That makes sense? Yeah. So like, and I personal experience, I tell that to myself all the time. I'm not good at it. You know, I'm not, I'm tired or I don't want to work out because I'm tired. No. Like, what you think you are is going to 
dictate the result. That kind of makes sense? If I sit down to play drum and say, ah, I suck at it, but I don't want means I'm going to suck at it because I'm telling myself that I'm not going to be good at it. You, yeah, I get that. That makes sense? Yeah. Like Every time, every day. How am I going to go to jiu-jitsu and learn the new move if I say every single day that I suck at jiu-jitsu? Yes. That kind of makes sense? How am I going to play soccer if I'm... I'm suck at it. But you got to go try your best. Say, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to go work out. That kind of makes sense. I'm going to get up. I'm going to drill for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It's better than nothing. nothing. Yeah. And that's why if we have to kind of, because we bring to that time to like, oh, I don't have a time. Mm, we watch Netflix for two hours. Yeah. The next episode, the next episode, yeah. and then it's two hours. I'm not saying you're not going to watch Netflix. I'm the kind of person that I don't, I'm not a motivational speaker. means I'm not on <laughs> no. that mindset that you quit everything in your life just to get where you want. Okay, cool. But has a point that it's okay to watch a movie. That yeah. kind of makes sense. That I believe in that. But of course, instead do every day, take one of those Netflix days that we spend like two hours watching a TV show mm-hmm. for hours and go practice something for two hours yeah go read a book for two it's hours. definitely it's definitely not i don't have time it's like i don't make the time exactly and it's a mentality thing exactly because i mean I, we have I, I mean yeah we work but then you have all this time yep to to do this stuff. exactly exactly and then we we push ourselves backwards i believe most of the time of, on that negative thinking mm-hmm. of like oh i don't have a time i'm not good at it mm-hmm. or I'm tired. Oh, I don't know if that's going to be worth it. How are you going to find out? Doing it. How are you going to find out if it's worth it or not? Mm -hmm. Going for it. Put your head into it. What are you going to lose if it doesn't happen? Yeah, that's why we're here, right? It makes sense. We just just did it. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, and then you find out later. Mm -hmm. You know, example is our friend Adam. I tell him all the time, man, go for it. You're good at it, the photography thing, video thing. Go. Is to that, it. Is that what he does usually? Yeah, he does that. Bro, put yourself in there. Accomplish that thing because you're good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just go. Don't hesitate it. You know, that's why I, I try to to motivate people. Okay, that's your nine-to-five job. But if you have to choose something to do for yourself, you don't have to depend on that job anymore. Of, of course, I can understand you if you work with something that you already chose to do. Perfect, amazing. But if you can do more, not just that, we, if you can fulfill yourself with something that you always dream of it, yeah. what would it be? And what it takes for you to get there? Are you willing to take you know, the, the risk or are you willing to, to put the work in to get there? That makes sense. I always motivate people. Yeah. If it's for me, oh, I wanna, I'm not sure. I want to open up a business. Go. Yeah. Do it. What you gonna lose? You were very encouraging about this whenever I first you know? spoke to you, and you're the you're actually the first one to do that. So yeah, so yeah. Well, because like uh, I believe, like if you like I said, if you put yourself into it, mm-hmm. and you learn how to do it, and you like it, why not? What you gonna lose about it? Yeah, you know? especially people that don't have a thing. I have I have a lot of things that I like to do, mm-hmm. and like my girlfriend, she didn't have anything. She would just go to work, and we'll come here and we do our thing, right? But then she started the bacon thing that I told you. And she always, oh, gotcha. she always wanted to. And I was like, I always wanted her to find something. Because when you don't have anything that you don't look forward to or like that you actually enjoy, life kind of sucks. Yes. It exactly. sucks a lot. 
Yeah. It, it settles, right? Like, yeah. I go to work, sleep. Mm-hmm. Go to work, sleep. Cool, I, that's fine if you want to do that only. Yeah. But I don't think we are made, we are not created to just, not just be just and settle. Yeah. Everyone has some kind of uh, a skill or that they can build that skill mm-hmm. to do something. That makes sense? Yeah. I believe everybody is capable to do something. Yeah. You know, they have something within them that they can find out and put it out. That makes sense? Yeah, because I, so. I feel the same way with like, like there, there's always someone that is gonna like something you do. For sure. So it's For like sure. you just have to find that way. Well, jujitsu. If we think about like competitively, I'm not that well accomplished in jujitsu. I don't. I know that. I'll be honest to myself. Not that I'm saying in a bad way, mm-hmm. but I, I love competition. You compete a lot. I, I yeah. do. I love it. Yeah. But I know that I'm not the best competitor. If that makes sense. But I believe jujitsu. I do the competition for myself, mm-hmm. but what I'm really passionate about it is to teach. Yeah. That makes sense? And that's why I put all my effort into that to make the classes successful and the kids' program successful and you guys, adults, successful. That makes sense? I, that's what I love to do. The competition is part of the, the sport, and then I do it, but it's not. I know that I'm not the best competitor. But I know, like, classes and teaching is what I do, what my, my best part. That makes sense? Yeah. And that's why I'm the first one. If people tell me that they want to do something, I'm going to be the first one to say, heck, yeah, do it. Yeah, Don't give course. up, bro. Go for it. Yeah. The, the worst thing can happen is, like, well, okay, man, it didn't work out. I'm going to go for the next one. Sounds good, too. That yeah. makes, that's what I believe, mm-hmm. you know? That's why, like, a... I think like if you hang yourself into that, embrace and yeah. go for it, you, you got it. You know, yeah, cause like like I said, like I'm looking to play drums, and I haven't accomplished that yet, but I've gained so much just from doing. Like they say, like it's not it's not really like the end goal is like the journey. And I was like, mm-hmm. come on, man, that's the, the journey kind of sucks. Yeah, but my journey right now is like I found a beautiful person to live with right yeah and that's because i took the chance to come here mm-hmm. like wh- who would have thought a, a girl from smyrna would meet a guy from guatemala right? yeah or like uh everything in life like everything, you would, yeah. you wouldn't i wouldn't be sitting down here with you today if i didn't took a step mm-hmm. 11 years exactly. ago exactly yeah i would never know you yeah i would be in my same bubble back in rio I, I i'm pretty sure i would be exact same way you think so i was 11 years ago you were, you, you were teaching down there too, though, right? No. Oh, you I was working in the factory. I just used to train. Mm-hmm. But I would believe I was still working, go train, come back home. Yeah. Work, go Sometimes train, Sometimes the environment, come back home. it's like that, huh? That makes it sense? Takes, it does take time. And the reason I'm saying this is because I have a couple of people that used to work with me. They, they still, of course, they finished college or something to get a better position at work. But they're still in the same spot Doing, doing the time. same thing. You know, because the opportunities is what we talk about. Here we have more opportunities mm-hmm. to try. Yeah. That makes sense. But even that, like I said, I wouldn't, if I hesitate that decision 11 years ago, I wouldn't be where I am today. 100% sure. Oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't have a school. I wouldn't have students. I wouldn't be sitting down here talking to you, speaking another language. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So Who it's just, thought, huh? but it's a step. 
it's scary, right? It's it's kind of hard to. Would be easy. Everybody would do it if you know the outcome, right? Everybody would do it. But since you don't know that, it's hard to do the first step. It's scary, right? But you're just gonna find out taking that step, doing it, going for it. You know, don't hesitate. It, go for it. You know, that's the only way you're gonna find out. And like I said, the worst thing you're gonna find out is yeah, it didn't work. Uh, yeah, I like this because I'm actually talking to someone that is actually living their dream. Hmm. So like, I want I, I want to get like all that perspective, right? Yep. Because we're, we're all chasing that, and some people like you, they achieve it, right? Mm-hmm. And some other people just keep working until until they can't. You know? Or like, a, not just taking the step to come here to us, but like, when the thing happened to the guy that brought me, then we got that breakup. I could feel myself, oh, feel sorry about it, and then like, okay, life sucks, right? But no, you know what? And one day my door is gonna open again. And that's why. Don't be afraid to take a couple of steps back, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes life, and then we don't understand, but sometimes life is going to make you take a couple of steps back so you can kind of rebuild the stairs and keep going up. That makes sense? Yeah. And like, a, But if I was afraid to step into that hotel or to step into that grocery store, you know, uh, construction sites, I did a couple of jobs before, you know, until I found... The UFC gym and meet right my part. business partner. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But again, you have to take the steps mm-hmm. and go through the doors that is open right now too. Yeah. That makes sense because nowadays it's being people are too picky, um, and you can see on Facebook, right? Especially on those pages, like oh, anybody knows a job that offer you like I don't know hundreds oh, of yeah. thousands of dollars per yeah. per month with for me not to work. Like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you want to work. You're going to, if you need, I'm talking about like, if you really need, I need work, I need to food, I need to pay bills, you're going to take what is available, yeah. correct? Yeah. You're not going to be picky. Oh, I need a job this time of the day that offers me that amount of, nah, I'm sorry. I'm telling for me, my understanding, I wouldn't be where I am today if I was picky. Yeah. Because UFC gym was my open door to teach jiu-jitsu again. You know what I'm saying by that is I wouldn't get close to nothing in payment there. Hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. And then like it. But if I didn't go through that door yeah. that was open, yeah. I wouldn't be having Legion today. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know what? I don't think it's going to be worth it to teach here because yeah. I'm too good at it. That makes sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I think people has to kind of, that's my open door. I'm going to take it. If it's not good enough, okay, cool. I'll find another door and go through it. That makes sense. But don't just like, uh, life sucks, yeah. you know, all the time. Yeah. Take it, the opportunity, and go. Especially because you don't know, like, it could be right now. It could be in, yep. in an hour. It's like, you have no idea it's coming to you. Exactly. That's what I like. That's what, like, getting older, like, thinking about just every situation that I've been in. It's like, I had to go through all of this to be so good right now exactly like, like my life is great like I, I don't have any complaints you know but it took yeah it took taking each day by what it was yeah and just not knowing what tomorrow would bring right exactly exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so 
yeah, man, this is me. Yeah. A little bit, you That's know, great. like a, yeah. I'm really simple person too. Yeah. You know, like really easy. No, I, I like this because I, I mean, <laughs> we have so many like common things. Yeah. That you know, you just have to do it, right? You just have to like get to, and I think like most people don't. Like I don't know any of my lyrics. You know, <laughs> it's like it's it's such a different thing. Like back in the day, you you probably know more. Yeah. It was a different time. Today's everybody's like a everybody's more like a closer. Yeah. And like it, it, I think we waste so much time being on the phone, right? Exactly. Even like when I go out, I hate when I go out to eat. Like I don't look at my phone, but I see a lot of people. Even they're like a, even they're a couple, and they're like each yep. each, each other, one. Yep. Like, I got myself sometimes on that answering a text message or an email. Yeah, that's different. And they're like, no, but even that, I was like, man, this is not right. Yeah. This is my time with my family. Yes. What I did last time, because my kids too, you know, kids nowadays, they watch phone and stuff, like cartoon, whatever. I got all the phones put on the middle of the table, one on top of the other. Mm-hmm. Let's eat, guys. We're not yes. touching phones. We're not watching videos. We're not answering text messages. We're not taking pictures. Let's put the phone on the table. Yeah. You know, Try man to create that because otherwise you get caught up yeah. watching the like a, your phone and and like oh and then that time with your family pass by. Yeah. Time to get the check and go home. It's like even appreciating whatever you're eating. You know? Yeah, so enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like that's what I've been thinking about. Like to focus on like because I've changed a lot to to focus on like this is it. Like this is not gonna bring me anything. But if I just look there, I can find someone and then that someone yeah you know it's your opportunity right? exactly exactly like we're all too like like glued to it yeah yeah it's so it's it's a whole different time from whenever i grew up too <laughs> oh it changed so much man. <laughs> we used to go out we and like i said I, I make fun that i'm old but um not that old i'm just 38 but it, it changed so much from when i was teenager to where we see how teenagers act nowadays. Yes. Ooh, it changed so, so much. It's, it's so it's a, much. It's like, like I feel like now, yeah, like they always say like the depression rates on people now. Ooh. And it's like... Through it's, the roof. It's because everybody's <laughs> like this and, and nobody's like... There's no more social interaction yeah. anymore. It's like me. You know? like, I don't really know my neighbors. Like, no. you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like everybody's coming more insulated, I feel. Yeah. More it isolated. is, it is, and, and I think it become a little bit more. Um, I would say, you 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 stepping on eggshells all the time too, mm-hmm. so you don't kind of offend anyone, yeah, or be the weird. I don't know. It's just yeah. kind of too much nowadays that you have to kind of be careful. And I, I, that's too much tension, man. Like, too much stress. Guys, come on. Let's relax. That's Just how I feel at the gym. <laughs> relax. Like, you if, know? If people knew me, like, <laughs> like at the gym, I'm, like, pretty mellow. But I'm, like, I'm crazy. I'm a little, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> so, like, I have to, like, be a little... Especially because I can all whoop my ass, you know? So, like, <laughs> so that's why I was, like, maybe I'll just keep it low. Chill a little bit so yeah, I don't get yeah, choked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I'm choked out for real. Nah, yeah. but... It, Remember jujitsu, man. It's the safe place that you can be yourself for sure. Does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah. jujitsu is a hundred percent sure on the mat that you you can be <laughs> yourself. You know, yeah. so. Um, no, I, I, I'm yeah. Like I said, like I'm still trying to figure out what I'm getting from jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my journey right now. Yeah, man. And then 
hope you keep that journey because yeah. it's a beautiful journey. You know, it's a long one and non-stop one. Yeah. It just there's no end. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just kind of you find new stuff all the time. Yeah. Believe it or not, twenty one years into it, and then you can ask like uh, guys that's been way longer than me how it is, and then you're probably gonna say the same thing. It's always new stuff. You always find yeah. out new stuff. You know, um, there's no end. Like, cause I, I, I've been thinking about it because, yeah, there's a lot of movements that are, like, basic movements, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's, like, what you can do and, like, how you apply it. Yep. It's still, like, kind of like a freestyle. It's it not, is. It, it's not, it's not a, like, a, a process. Yep. I mean, it's a process, but it's not, like, like steps on a book. Yeah, right? it is a concept. Mm-hmm. So, we know the same concept, but the way you're going to apply the concept is going to be different yeah. than me, for sure. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's you're gonna get there for sure. Cause it's it's a we have to think about jujitsu as a baby steps, right? Mm-hmm. So you're born, right, and then you start crawl, and you start standing up, holding your own stuff mm-hmm. until you take your first steps, and then you walk, and then you speak. That makes sense. It's yeah. like that. And that same thing. That's why it's like a white belt, yeah, and then blue, purple. I'm black, and then life keeps going, right? Mm-hmm. You become an adult life, and you have to keep searching for new skills, search for better ways to to live your life. That makes it just the same way, baby steps. You from newborn yeah. to adult life, and then you keep going. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's the hardest part of me, like accepting every time I go there, like, and I have a. It's usually bad days, right? Because I'm just starting. Yeah. And just to keep up with it, like is. Like I said, like I, I mean, I don't miss class. I, mean, I go every time I can. Yep. And so yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. But the bad days is when you have to. What What is a bad day in jujitsu? There's not a bad day, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. If you think about, ah, oh, I had a bad day because my guard got passed like a, twenty times and I got choked twenty times. Well, I see the opposite way. Was I feel like okay, it was a hard day, but. Next time, okay, that guy's not going to pass my guard 20 times anymore and not going to get choked out 20 times anymore. And that's going to make it get better. That makes sense? Like, I, I don't see bad days in jiu-jitsu because yeah. we all have some days that things doesn't work just, well. Yeah, it doesn't go, like, at all. And that's fine. And like That makes sense. And those smashed. days are the days you <laughs> you have to think, okay, and then challenge yourself. Okay, I got passed 20 times. Uh-uh, bro, next time it's going to be 15 <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. You're I'll, not gonna pass twenty times. I wonder if that's why I keep going because it's so hard, and I never, I never struggled with something that much. Mm-hmm. Probably. Like, like, so, like. I I don't like to be a quitter, right? It can be different. Some people can think that way. I'm gonna keep coming back because I want to get better because it's hard. Mm-hmm. And some people think the opposite. Oh, it's too hard. I'm not coming back. <laughs> you yeah. know. I've never had that that thought of not coming back. I've oh no, to quit? No, not jujitsu. I've thought about it because I I remember like a month ago I was like waking up so sore, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Is this worth it?" Because I suck at it. Because you know, like I just started, right? But I had to like understand that that my body's not used to doing all these moves. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just keep, I, I woke up sore too, bro. Sometimes, man, yeah. and like like I said, I've been on the road for for a while. It's just, but it's a good, well, it's a good hurting, you know? It's like, a, it's different than like, oh, man, I broke my arm. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 
uh, my bar sore, my body sore, mm. like because I did a tough train. And that actually is a, it's a, it makes you feel alive. That's what I yes. feel. It makes you feel alive. I want to more. I want to go back the next day and like uh, train more and train harder. You know, so it's just, but it's a process. Yeah. It's a journey. It's a it's a long road, and it, it's just not like a straight long road. Just like a, it's steep, right? Like mm-hmm. a, you just gotta keep keep doing. You know, yeah. <laughs> show up, open mind to learn. And that's the secret of jiu-jitsu. Show up, repeat, and do it again. You yeah. know, like, and enjoy. Enjoy the process. It's hard to it. enjoy uh, having a 200-pound <laughs> man on top of you, destroying you. So, yeah, I've, yeah that, that's a, a tough thing to it is. accept. It is. And especially because we all walk, walk all like that, right? And then, <laughs> then there's guys like Bart that are, like, tiny, and they just manhandle you. Uh, yeah. And so that gives you a lot of, I think, jiu-jitsu gives a lot of perspective. Yeah, like the lifestyle, you said, like perspective. Exactly. On, it changes yeah. a lot, yeah. Now, for sure, especially like a, I tell people, if you come with a, too much ego in jiu-jitsu, yeah. you get crushed. Yeah. Because your ego is going to get crushed in jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Your feelings going to get hurt. Yes, ever, yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to feel like, man, how this little guy just beat me up. Yeah. Like I thought I was strong, and then, you know. Yeah, my friend, but, you know. Is is the journey? Yeah, that's what I always gonna be. I think that's what you're just teaching me. It's like the journey for sure. Because it's it's not always the end goal. Like no. we're talking about, like no. everybody's like enjoy the journey. And no. it's like no man, the journey sucks. No, I want to be that. Like you said, like I don't want to learn this. I want to play. Yeah, yeah. And but like, jujitsu teach you the opposite. You're gonna yeah. have to go through this yeah. to be able to play. Maybe that's what I mean. You know, hundred percent jujitsu. You're not gonna be able to just play. I think jiu-jitsu is teaching me to enjoy, like, yeah. every little step. Yeah. And even in life, right? Cause, yep. Because it did change my life a lot, actually, now that you said that, that I think about it. Yeah. I can't imagine whenever I'm going to be able to do my first groove, you know, <laughs> like, the right way, knowing how to. But, again, I'm going to have to enjoy the process a little bit to be able to, to play, yeah. you know? It definitely <laughs> makes me enjoy every, every day more. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I know how hard it is. And then if I get better in that, it's like, oh, in my life, I can do better stuff. For sure. I feel like that's, I feel like that's now, like this, this helped a lot, actually. Yeah. To understand. Um, and that's why I preach the most with jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Use that on your daily basis, to, on your personal life. Yeah. Be a fighter, you know, fight for what you want. Fight for your relationship. Fight for your job. Fight for 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 your goals. You know, fight for your dreams. Yeah. That makes sense. Be a fighter. Yeah. You know, so we 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 live our lives constantly fighting, right? Yeah. So means I either be a fighter and enjoy that process, fighting for for what I want, mm-hmm. or uh, I suck at it. I don't want to fight. And you know, it's just like life is just problem solving. Yeah. And that's what we really what we do in a, in, in a different way. Like, yeah, I, I can see that now. It, it helps. It helps put perspective to everything that I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. For sure, bro. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> now, for sure, thank you so much for having me. And then, especially like it's been an honor that I find out that I was the first one. Yeah, yeah. everybody's like, scared. Like, I, I don't know if they're scared. Like, they just don't think they can do it. Like, no, I'm well. Like I said, if if we Asking me to do this like a couple years ago, I would say, 
hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Even people not seeing me right now, just hearing my weird voice <laughs> and my accent. Yeah. But like, I would say no for sure if it was when I was why, teenager. Why because oh, I, was, I was teenager. Yeah, because I was so shy. But that's why like, I think like, again, if we'd be able to have the opportunity to share, because mm-hmm. each person has your own story. Yeah. And then... If you go with that to show different stories to reach people and see did they kind of have similarities yeah. with each other, it's crazy. I'm all about it. Does that like, make sense? Like that's why I want to share. Like, if you, if a, a little bit of myself mm-hmm. can be something positive to someone else, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. That makes sense. Like I'm not. I cannot be afraid to be like a some kind of I don't know some positive. You don't want to be For, like you, you, it's hard because uh, I guess you you don't want to be like preachy. Ah, oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you just like, but you have that mentality. Like I want to, I want to do something like exactly. Yeah, if I can impact someone for something positive, I'm I'm okay. You know, like I'm I'm okay to share my story. Because I changed you know? that a lot. Because I, I, I was very selfish. Hmm. I've always been very selfish. Hmm. Like I always put myself in first, right? Hmm. Which and. and in some instances, like, I mean, you have to take... You have to do that sometimes. Yes. yes. But to see every everybody around me and how if it helps me or I can help someone. Yeah. Like, that's that's what's really... It fulfills me more a little bit. For sure. Like, and it was hard for me to understand that. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, having, having a relationship, right? Like, having to put her over the top mm-hmm. of what... And, and like... How lucky are we to have like oh, yeah. ladies that just believe in us, right? And that kind of pushes forward for sure. Mm-hmm. That believe and then push us to be our best. You I, know, that's very underrated. Like, I hope, I wish people felt like we felt. Like, you yeah, know? like to have that partner for sure. Like that for sure. Such such a game changer. Oh, hundred percent, brother. Like she she accepted everything like all my craziness right <laughs> and it's like how many people were just like oh man this guy doesn't have a future right because i like to do all this kind of stuff yeah because can you imagine if a relationship would be based just on the on the good things mm-hmm. i'm gonna be with you just when you're good at it yeah but whenever you turn yourself and show you your struggles or something now nah, i don't want to be part of that mm-hmm. then we have a relationship i believe like if you find the right person that is with you as a whole like uh, with my struggles and my good things that I have about myself, that's perfect. Yeah. Of course, you're always going to chase to do better, oh, make yes. yourself better. But I believe in a relationship, you, you got to find someone that's willing to walk the journey with you. But when you're bad and when you're good. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. With your craziness and with it. You know everything you have Dreams as a, as a package, yes. the whole package. Yeah, you know you have to because uh, <laughs> at this point it's like man, I, I'm old enough. Like it's hard to change, man. Yes, so, yes. So you you can. I'm not saying you have to do just to please them, but like yeah. when you become a couple, you become one. Yes. Right. When you marry, when you decide to live together, you become one. You know, and then again. Giving up a little bit, that was you have to have the balance. That was the hardest. You have to have the balance. Yeah. That makes sense. Because it's not perfect. Yeah. The most important part too is, I believe, the talking. Oh yeah. Talking is the most important part in life. Talks. Sometimes we'll be watching TV and we'll pause the video and start talking about something about the video, 
And then, then it's two hours later. <laughs> and I was like, where did time go? And, and it's like, you know, I, I, that's what I like the most. That's why I do this too. Yeah. That's why I want to do this because this is what really gets me like, gets me interested. Yeah. Gets me going. Like, I, I love to like learn experiences. For sure. Like, I, I, I can't imagine living in an apartment with millions of people and that's all they have, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm interested in like, what was that experience like? Like, to have, like, it's like going to New York. Like, I've been, has been, oh, Lord. Yes. Like, yeah. I've been to New York and it was like, there's something exciting about that because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a whole different thing from where I grew up. Yeah. For me, New York is like, a, I've been to New York like two times. I like it. But, like, I want to go there and go back home, like, to Nashville. <laughs> oh, There's yeah. nothing going on here because it reminds me the big city lifestyle, a bunch of people walking around, like, oh, gosh. It's you didn't like it? Crazy traffic and, like, nah, nah. I'm kind of so used to Tennessee life, you know, the country life. <laughs> <laughs> the country life. Yeah, they kind of I'm not There's used to the big city life. anymore, you know. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, New York, I, I go there for competition. I've been there two times. When I come back, it's, ah, it's so good <laughs> that I'm out of there. <laughs> so relaxing. You know? Yeah. Um, good pizza, though. Yeah. Amazing. Great food. Great <laughs> food in general. Yeah. What do you miss the most about Brazil? Believe it or not, I tell my wife, is the soccer games. People uh, would think that I would say, like, uh, the beach or, or the, food. the Latin. The food, it's okay, but we can you can make here, too. Yeah. But, like, the going to it's the stadium... The no, 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 it's not. No, that's what for I for sure not. I miss the food a lot. The food for sure, but like uh, the soccer games when you used to go to the stadium is a different deal in there. You know, what, it's like what's it the seen? feeling, the vibe. Because, well, sounds bad, but like it's a whole. Different if you go to a different derb, like a big, classic game, like two big teams, rival teams, oh, uh, it's tense. Yes, because it's gonna pop up fights everywhere. You're going to run sometimes to be safe. You know, that means that that feeling of, like, cheering and singing the whole time. It's not you know? that, there's nothing like it. No, it's, it's not. Because yeah, have you been to a football game? Yes. It's, it's and then I'm going tonight for, for the Nashville game. It's completely yeah. different. When I went to the stadium here for the first time, I'm like, what is this guy with the different jerseys doing in front of me? <laughs> yes. In Brazil, my friend, you're going to get no. beat up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to take your shirt off and they're going to yeah. burn. Of course, if you look now, I'm older. I'm looking to those things. Like I feel like it's kind of dumb, you know. That's how I feel too. Let's just enjoy the game. Uh, but yeah. when people ask me what I miss the most, it's to go to my yeah. to the soccer team. What what's the what's the team? It's called Vasco da Gama. Yeah. So, and then our stadium is like a fits like twenty five thousand people mm. standing. It's like it, it's yeah. amazing feeling, you know. Like yeah. and then we sing the whole game. There's no like no break, yeah. you know. Like we're singing the whole game, and that's that's fun, yeah. you know. There's no seating. Yeah, because I've been to hockey games, football games, baseball games. I've been to every kind of sport. It's different. It's nothing compares to it. <laughs> no. 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 It's, especially in Brazil, I can imagine. Oh, but I'm telling you, unfortunately, get violence is it's too much sometimes. I don't understand that either. Yeah. Because they fight bad, but like. If you're not involved in those groups too, yeah, the the fans that's like that has those little groups, you're okay. But like I said, the tension to walk into the stadium and like yeah. uh, 
that man, just, just a fight can pop up at any time, bro. We're going to have to run. Everybody's sitting. Exactly. Everybody's exactly. like jumping. Like, yeah. Like other sports, you're just sitting and then get up. Yep. And then. Yep. But yeah, and especially because people don't understand soccer because you, you see like nothing's happening. It's like, there's a lot happening. It is. It is. And it just doesn't happen like this. I just love it. Yes. So that's my favorite sport. I watch games like a. Yes. So. But for sure, that's what I miss the most: the food and the, um, the soccer the game. Soccer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would actually go out of your apartment to go to soccer. Oh, like, exactly. That's the only reason I go out. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we used to leave, you know, the stadium Maracana, yes, like the, the biggest, biggest stadium. Yeah. yeah, we used to live like a fifteen-minute walk from that stadium. Really? Yep. Wow. And then, like, uh, when our team would play there, like we could walk there. And like a, That's crazy. that walk was tense, but <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> you're looking around it's like, because it's different. Like the the cheering people, let's say the fans, and say I cheer for Vasco da Gama, and you cheer for Nashville, and they were big rivals. Yeah, you get into the stadium from different gates. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's not everybody in the same gate. That's mm-hmm. impossible. People no. will die. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. So like you come from this gate, and the other, and then the police close the roads. So you can go only on that gate, and the rival team goes on that gate, and then inside the state is separate, mm-hmm. right? It has like the, how to say, mixed seats that people stay whatever, but the big like yeah, a the big day is it's, yeah. it's separate, yeah. <laughs> opposite sides. Hooligans, <laughs> exactly. That's something so. that only soccer has, I feel. Only soccer, I and believe too. It's yeah. It's really and like yeah, people die like they get in crazy fights. <laughs> Dude, crazy. Yeah. They schedule on social media where they're gonna meet up to to fight. Oh uh, yes, yes, I've heard know, of that. Yeah. They 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 bring uh, bats. They bring yeah. Let's say pole. let's meet up on I twenty four whatever, and then we're gonna beat up each other there, and they go meet up and fight and crazy stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. But it's for sure what I miss, you know. Yeah. Well, also, like, a couple little things that I m- miss that I feel different culture. It's not right or wrong. It's just different culture. Yeah. Here in U.S., I believe you work so much. Everything's work, 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 yeah. work. In Brazil, we used to go to work, but at, at the end of the day, you go hang out in a friend's house to get a, you know, an afternoon snack together, mm-hmm. you know, or dinner together. Um, and then, um, here we don't have much that, let's say you work and done. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to kind of go meet up each other and each other's house. Cause we always busy people working and doing something, you know, in a different spot and like a uh, different times and like a different schedule, yeah. kids and stuff. And then I it's kind of, it's kind of hard to get together in Brazil. We get together all the time, friends yeah. and stuff like that and big barbecues or, just like I said, just, oh, let's meet up at your house and after work, and that's it. Hang out for a couple hours, talk, and then go back home and sleep and go to work the next day, you know? So, but that's the, the only thing, but that's culture, unfortunately, yeah. you know, just, I just feel different like culture. We're more tight knitted in, in our countries. Like, mm-hmm. like we said, like we don't, we don't move out. We, I mean, no, until like you either married or. or or, you crazy enough to move on your own? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because my my sister, I have, uh, me, me and all my siblings are like ten years apart. Oh, okay. So that was an, that was another thing. Like, I felt like I kind of grew up like like as an only child, kind of. 
Because mm-hmm. when I was, when my sister was 15, I was six. So uh, at 15, you, you, you know, you're going out. Yeah. So we never have like, and then like my girlfriend has the, they're all like two years apart. Gotcha. So that's also very interesting to me. Gotcha. Because my, my situation is so weird because to have everybody like that much apart is a whole lifetime. Exactly. Especially at that age. Like yeah. Now, it's still like my, my brother is 21 and I know when I was 21, I was that way. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of a little bit. But yeah, when you're growing up like that. Yeah, I'm just cool. five years old from my sister, yeah. so. Are you all yeah. close? And then just, and now we talk through like a yeah. WhatsApp and stuff like that and call each other, but not as often, you know, in Brazil for sure, because we used to live like a, two buildings apart, so mm-hmm. it would be easier. Yeah. But. I, I do miss that too, like just. Go hang out. I feel like we had, yeah, we had yeah. more more family time. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, because everybody's like, well, it's also not as big, you know, like, here in the States, everything is so big. Well, here it's just me, my wife, and my kids. We don't I have a family to... here, so. Yeah. You haven't yeah. met a lot of Brazilians around here? No. No. no? I don't even want to. Oh, it's really? kind of weird. It's, a, it's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, when you have your own people, it's kind of too much, like, uh, ego involved, and show off stuff. But anyways, like I said, it's a long, 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 yeah. long story. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I never, because uh, I, I never, I, yeah, I never met that many. I also don't associate, I guess, like, I don't go looking for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> but but also, like, I, I live in a different area, like, like, there's not that many. I mm. mean, I, I'm pretty sure there's a lot. Yeah. But they don't come out like in gotcha. like if you're in Miami yeah. or you know Miami exactly. they're like right there. Gotcha. Now yeah, I don't know much. I have a close friend that's Brazilian, but I try my best to stay away from my own people. <laughs> 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 Believe it or not, yeah. so it's kind of weird to say that, but yeah, we try to to stay away from each other a little that's, bit. That's so uh, it's too much for me. Yeah. This competition thing, like ah. Is that a Brazilian thing? Yeah. Really? It's here, when they move here. Oh, okay. Yes. Not there. Yeah. But yeah. here is different. Because it's like... Uh, mentality change. Because like, of the money and opportunity. Yes. That's I, why. Yeah. You I, conquer I, stuff here easier than what you can accomplish in Brazil. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And then the big is like, oh, who has the better car? Who has the bigger house? Ah, it's too much for me. I have what I have because I like it because I could earn that. Yes. Not because I want to compete with you or because I want to show off. I want to have what I have because of, for me, for myself. Yeah. That makes sense? And that's the mentality of, like, a, you know. It, it, I, I was, it's interesting, too, because, like, like, me delivering pizzas, like, I make, living here, doing that, it, you can make this much money, it, even more than people that have regular jobs down there. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's very crazy. Yep. Because, and then... Like that mentality, like exactly. It's like I do this. I mean, I hate it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it, but I mean, look at what I have. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it's like I'm I'm happy with what I have. I, like I love everything that I have, and a lot of people don't get that. No. Nope. No. Nope. But it it took me time too. To, no. Yeah. To, for sure. To, to, to get used to. It, yeah. To come from but, to, to not be a professional or mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I try to stay away from my people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. It's, yeah, because sometimes, sometimes, I guess not anymore, but I, I used to feel very embarrassed hmm. to to tell them mm. what I did. Gotcha. And I, I think it's... And that's why for, for 
for Brazilian people, most people think that because I clean houses too before. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, are you going to a U.S. just to clean somebody else's toilet? Did you could be living here. Well, it's kind of, it, you, you think in the way it's kind of true. Yeah, man, I'm coming to a different country just to clean up houses or do this type of job or like, well, yeah. construction or delivery pizza or something. But like, yeah, but I can't have a quality life doing that type of job here mm-hmm. that I couldn't have in my, my own country. That makes sense? So yeah. I think that's the beauty of this place. Yep. That yep. You don't have to be a professional or you don't have to be making $100,000. Yeah. Like, and like we said, it's opportunities. Yeah. So you, this country here offers opportunities. And the money power is bigger than because if you compare, like without like a... Um, we don't have to, um, how to say, transfer the not transfer the money like a, because dollar is different than reais. Oh yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like a, without because one dollar now is like I don't know almost five reais something like that. But one for one, if I give you let's say a hundred dollars. In a hundred reais, if you go to the grocery store. I come back with way more with a hundred dollars than you with a hundred reais. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. No, but you have to um, understand that this will be five hundred. No, I'm telling about one by one. Yeah. Let's see what kind of power I have here with a hundred dollars, and what can you do with a hundred reais? Yeah. Close to nothing. That makes sense. Like it's so different. Yeah. And that's why people don't understand, you know, that coming here and do the hard work and then you accomplish things. They kind of, oh, man, you know, you're rich. No, I'm not. I'm working hard yeah. and be able to accomplish my stuff here, you know. Uh, that's the difference, too, I believe, moving to a different country. And I believe a lot of people search for that to be able to provide better because they cannot have on their own country, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. So that's why I'm thankful for the opportunity to, you know, and then become a citizen I was really proud of that too because it's hard work, yeah. expensive, and then like uh, something that this country offered me, yeah. and that's why I kind of I believe, and I'm thankful for for the opportunities that I can have here, that unfortunately I don't have in my own country. That makes sense. So, yes, yes. Um, to, to me, like the citizenship was a little bit different, because to me it was just a process. Mm-hmm. Just like I just want the passport, so I don't have to like renew. Yeah, I got you. You know, it wasn't like, because like I said, like I. I never had plans of coming here. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, for me, after I got here, I was like, man, now I need to accomplish that, you know. Yeah. So that's what I was like. Uh, um, I was proud of that because, like, uh, I feel like this is an accomplishment. You come here, you decided to become an American, and you work for that, you fight for that, and you accomplish that. It, it, it's a good feeling, you know. So yes. no, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Like. Because especially there's a lot of people that dream of coming here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's why like my process was a little. Bit I wasn't dreaming. I never yeah. thought about it. I would be a teacher in yeah. jujitsu coaching in US. But once that opportunity comes, like, why not? Yeah. I'll go. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, brother. Crazy. For sure. Yeah, but this was great, man. I yeah, I appreciate that, that so much, awesome. man. Again, it was really good to have this conversation with you. I hope you got kind of, something from it, you know? No, for sure. Yeah, it was, was fun, you know? Because every time I talk about serious stuff, I I feel like I 
I don't have those conversations enough. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, yeah, like, we're just talking. Yeah. Like, just to keep going back. The opportunity. We just to keep going. This is what really enriches my life, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate it. And then, like I said, uh, honor to, to, to be, be your first, first one. Yeah. And then yeah. once you launch that, and I hope, like, uh, podcast cherry. To see, like, uh, you success with that, you know, because yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Like, it's, that's what you like you said. Just, just do it. And, yeah, for sure. Uh, I know. I, I wanna. I want people to know your business, right? Like, the your brand. So tell everybody. Okay. Yeah. I jujitsu instructor at Legion Jujitsu in Murfreesboro. That we have three locations: one here in Murfreesboro, East Nashville, and Hendersonville location. And then if you, anyone that listened to this that never did jiu-jitsu before like to try and it's local. Yeah. So we're here to, to teach you guys and kind of start that journey. So. And also you have your, your gear? Your yes, I do the jiu-jitsu brand too that I just created that. Yes. See, like an opportunities. Yeah, do it. So it's called Não Paras Me, Don't Stop in Portuguese. So it's a jiu-jitsu brand like a geese and rash guards and uniforms for, for, for our sport. That I just launched to kind of still on the process of getting the name out there. What what's the website? Uh, the website is Nampara Fightwear. It's right. N A O P A R A Fightwear dot com. So Nampara Fight Fightwear dot com. So. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank yeah, you so was, much, was brother. Great. Uh, I'm really glad that you took the chance. For sure. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity, man. All right, we'll do it again. Appreciate it.